Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess. I was going to think of a joke of something to do with being white, but I got nothing. It's terrible. I have great credit. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, <laughs> my, credit, my credit's amazing. My credit's amazing. <laughs> I, dude, I normally come up. I'm pretty good with the jokes. Like that one just automatically yeah. right off the bat, brain fart. That's great. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day today. It is. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Wherever you're listening at across the world, we want to say thank you for joining us today, for sharing the podcast. Dude, the most recent YouTube video is up to like 86,000 views. Thank you for that. It's going viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Not on my page. Somebody ripped my shit, and it's good mother. I'm a little pissed. It's a lot I'm, of people. I'm, I'm a little. I'm a little miffed. At first, I wasn't, and then it's just like, okay, these are getting millions of views. It's like you sons of bitches. You know, it's all about getting the message out there. It is. Is it? Fuck the Metnob. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, yeah, it, it is. is what it is. It, it is. It, it's cool though because I see people. I read some of the comments like, "Oh, that's John Burke," and it's like, "Oh, I'm glad they they at least recognize me. They tag me." So, and you know, to be fair, a lot of these accounts don't know who I am. So, I I'm not really mad. Yeah. It's just I'm happy that people are seeing it and they are agreeing with it. That they're they're kind of seeing the humor behind the uh, the John Ross parody. Did you ever think this would take off the way it has? No, I didn't. Not people really. People are literally yeah. painting me. They're painting John Ross. They're painting John Ross. They're painting John yeah, Ross. Like I posted some. I have to post them on my Instagram again. Like somebody literally. Um, it was like really good paintings. They, they, were, they were like, I would totally fuck me. I would like, I'd look amazing in that. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it was. It, it's good. It's it's awesome to see. And the, the, I got another video pulled from TikTok because they're saying it's very mean spirited. It's like, oh my god, very mean spirited. It's very mean spirited. Like you can't. Ugh. This is what the left does. It's comedy. It's funny comedy. And if it goes against their feelings and hurts and upsets them, um, well, then they don't like that. That's that's just not funny. Well, humor is subjective. It's not my fault that you have the humor of a fucking slug. Like, I'm sorry. It's not my it's not my fault. So it's called um, variety. It is. We need more variety. Oh, my God. A grown male using TikTok. Hmm. You're using YouTube. What the fuck are you on about? <laughs> He's sitting there like, a grown man using social media. <laughs> so are you. Like, And that grown man's got 160,000 followers. And if you watch the content, it's all politically based and it's fucking hilarious. So you could take your little boomer ideology and go, well, I can't tell you what I want you to go do. I'm going to tweet about this. I'm going to tweet about this. I'm going to make a car rant video. <laughs> I'm going to make a car rant video. Fucking losers. I hate people like that. Imagine a grown man on social media as you sit here and use social media. I I don't know. Far be it from me. But uh, I was apparently told that I have to speak nice about Latinas or I'm going to be in trouble. I, I'd made it. I'd made a statement like before when I talked about there's just something about Latina women that I it's I saw this meme a while back that it was one of the military meme communities and it was basically, it was like an E3. And it said, why are you in trouble? I said, because of those thick-ass Latinas. And they commented, I was like, I feel that, brother. I feel that. So I'm supposed to, like, be nice to Latinas now. I've never been mean to them. I don't have a death okay. wish. I know better. I know better. I know what happens when that happens. Like, it's, mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Huh. Mm-mm. Like, what are your thoughts on Latinas? Mm-mm. I ain't got a damn thing to say. <laughs> I ain't saying a <laughs> fucking word. That or, like, like black women. Like, mm-mm. not saying a word, not saying a word. Okay. Because those are those women that are like, there's just, there's something about those women that 
they have, the, I don't want to say like motherly nurturing way to them. It's just like, you don't want to cross them because you love them. It's like, that's the woman that you want on your side. That'll be there. Like, I don't know. They'll call you on your bullshit. They'll be there for you. But it's just like, they, they demand self or they demand respect, but they also show it in return. Like I, I have a lot, I have a lot of respect for that. And I'm also very afraid. Okay. And maybe secretly I'm turned on by that. I don't know. All right. So this, <laughs> this is a weird start to it, the... It did go a weird direction. I just, I saw something on the computer that kind of reminded me of this, like these, these thick Latinas, God uh, bless them. Okay. Oh my God. Good for you, buddy. And then while we're on the subject, well, we're not, but I'm leading into <laughs> it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm over. Like we're hiring at Shellshock again. We're getting the stuff. We're, we're going to be hiring again. We need, we need some more people. Um, social media manager and some other stuff that we got coming up. I don't understand. I don't, I don't get what the deal is with people that work now or they don't want to work. Like it's very, it's very infuriating to put out these jobs and it's, we have a chill environment here. People are always like, I want to work with you. You seem driven and passionate. It's like, we, we are actually very chill here. Mm -hmm. We don't have a military environment here. I don't want that. You come in, it's big boy rules. You do your job. The sales reflect your work. Your pay goes up. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. But instead people, like, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're out there looking for a job, I'm going to give you some insight. If you are flimsy with me, if you are, you feel like we need you and you have the balls in your court, no pun intended, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. We've never had an issue filling a job. Mm -hmm. Some people last, some people don't. But when you go into a job and you're kind of like half-assing it or you're what-effing it or you're tiptoeing, then get the fuck out. I don't, I don't want you. I don't need you. And people, I, I, don't, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. These sense and levels of entitlement have become just so insane to me. Because in my mind, it's like you perform a service and you are paid accordingly for said service. But now everybody and their mom seems to think that you're entitled to all these things in the workplace. And I, I'm not talking about like, you know, uh, bathroom breaks. I, of course, mm -hmm. of course. You, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're not running a freaking sweatshop here. But it's just like, it feels like the more you give people, the more you give people, the more they want to take and the lazier they become. I've, I've seen that for so many times. And it's just like, I'm, I'm fucking tired of it because all these people out there, all these socialists want to sit there and say, these CEOs don't care about their employees. Bull fucking shit we don't. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that we do care. And then on a dime, you fucking, you beat bricks. It's like, okay, well then fuck off. You want loyalty? You want to be taken care of? We do that. And then when you find like, you're like, I just don't like, well then fuck off. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. It's kind of like holding in the army. It's like, we're one big family. It's like, no, we're not. No, we're not. I'm not even going to pretend. To me, it's like family are the ones that showcase loyalty and they stick with you through thick and thin. And that's the other thing I've learned about having a, a, a small scale business and growing it mm -hmm. is that it takes a special breed of employee. Like if you're going to apply to come work at Shell Shock, you need to know this right now. You need to know this right the fuck now, right off the get go. Your job duties and responsibilities are ever changing. Why? Because we don't fucking know what we're doing half the time. Not even going to lie about that. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you folks. All these startups and shit like that. We have a, we know which direction we're going in, but I've said so many times it's throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks and what works. Now I'm not sitting here saying that we're like blindfolded and just kind of fucking around. It's like, well, let's hope we have a general idea, mm -hmm. but there's so many programs and things that we're learning. And when we bring certain employees in, it's like, look, this is kind of the direction that we're going. And this is what we need you to do. We need you to learn this. And when you do learn that, or when you do learn whatever, you're going to be paid accordingly. And I, and that's, we've given so many pay raises to people. It's like if you rising tides raises all ships, we don't keep anybody like poor here, but it's just like, 
if you apply for shell shock, know this, your shit's going to be changing constantly. Well, I, I shouldn't say constantly. You're going to be, you're going to be learning new programs yeah. shit that I don't even know, but that's what I'm paying you for. And if I see that you're making us money, I'm going to give you a pay raise because I want to keep you. But these motherfuckers, you don't want to invest in anything. Maybe it's, you know, it could be because maybe it's because in the past you were treated horribly at a different job. And then you're kind of, you, you dwell with that, that feeling. And I get it. It makes sense to me, but fuck me running, man. Like I'm telling you right now, like people come in there with their hands out saying, I expect this. Well, then you keep fucking moving down the road, buddy. Keep moving. Like we have, we've been in business for almost three years. We offer, we, we offered benefits like year one. Yeah. We made, we made so much money. Well, I shouldn't say we made so much money. We turned over such a profit. We invested immediately back into the employees. And most businesses do not offer benefits for like the first, what, five, 10 years. More like five. Yeah. Depending on like how big you've gotten. I mean, like really thinking about it, going back, you know, we, I, I personally would have, do, have done it differently and held back on that stuff because. <laughs> do we that, drug test? No. No, we don't drug <laughs> no, test. No, we don't drug. I don't give a fuck what you do. As long as you don't no. do it at work. But no, you're right. We. Yeah. It's, we wanted we, to yeah. come out and we give so much, but yeah. you know, we've been fortunate mm -hmm. uh, to be able to keep plugging away here. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, looking back, it's. It's been an experience. Oh, it has a, a, a learning experience for sure. I mean, you've, we've we've made mistakes. Like yeah. I, that's the other thing. Like people don't seem to understand. It's like we do make mistakes. Yeah. And this, it's not. It wasn't like just like an overnight success. No uh, success either. It's it's no, been it's, a, it's yeah. been a constant grind over yeah. the past five years, ten years. Yeah. You know, like just continuously working on stuff, and mm -hmm. then finally, you know, you get, when you start to, you get something that yeah. catches. Mm -hmm. gets traction yeah. and then you, you got to ride that wave. Josh and I worked together before shell shock. Yeah. We tried the podcast. Yeah. We tried the YouTube, the YouTube videos worked, mm -hmm. but it wasn't enough to like sustain a good income on. Right. But then when he came to me about shell shock, like everything that we'd done together kind of just meshed. It was like, okay, we already know as far as social media shit like that. And so it was just, it was again, throwing shit against the wall and seeing what worked, mm -hmm. but fuck me running. This is what I've had to explain to people. It's like you come into a new startup business. That means we have to have a special kind of employee. And it's not someone that I feel is going to have to be like, you have to possess some certain high level of intelligence. You just got to be flexible. Willing to learn. Willing to learn. Good attitude. I mean, here's the thing. It's kind of like if I come into your office, like, hey, this is the program. I don't know it. I need you to learn it and then brief me on it. Cause I ain't got time for this shit. I got to do other stuff. I have my slice of the pie. And then people don't like that. It's because, you know, Tyler brought up a good point. He's like, people like coming into a nine to five, knowing what they're doing. They don't require a lot of a training and they can just do it. And I understand that. I'm not knocking that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if you come to work here, dude, one week you might be working on this. The next week we're going to have something else thrown at you. But here's the other part. If you help us, if you fucking, if you make us successful, I'm going to pay you. Josh and I are not stingy. Like you help us increase that, those just the freaking profits. You're getting, you're getting more. And every year we get bonuses. And I'm sitting there, it's like, we've done so much and so much and so much. It's hard to find good help. It's hard to find good fucking help. And it's like, I don't know. <clears throat> what's, what's the mission? The mission is to make fucking money. <laughs> like, I, the, the people get so, like, this, this is the problem. Like, I'm just going to go on a little business rant here real quick. This has been building up. I've had, like, blue, blue tongue. I've been wanting to just blow this load for so long. <laughs> These entrepreneurs you're following... These business, I'm so fucking sick and tired of everybody saying, this is what you've got to do. You've got to do this, 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 this to be successful. You don't fucking know that. Half of you motherfuckers got lucky. You got lucky. Now, I'm not sitting here saying there wasn't skill involved in that. But you, again, you threw enough shit against the wall. 
and something stuck just like we did. Mm -hmm. So when somebody comes up to us and they say, hey, how do I become successful? Dude, I can't give you point A to point Z. It doesn't work that way. Business is, again, it is being flexible. That's why I think being in the military helped me a lot because you get fucked so much. It's just like, okay, well, what's the next move? We failed at that. What are we doing over here? We failed at that. What are we doing over here? How can we fix this? And we have never, that's the other thing. It's like people, I seem to think like people think that we're going to be like, like people are afraid of me sometimes. I get it. I was a drill. I understand that. The podcast is very intimidating. It's very passionate. I get that. But I'm like the most chill dude you've ever met. I mean, the podcast is one thing. That's yeah. like that's like being in the arena. It's like, yes, we're going to talk about this. We're fucking... But I'm just saying. I don't know. But if, if you want to come work for Shellshock, we're going to be hiring again here soon. I'm going to put the... Uh, join the Facebook group. Just look up Shellshock CBD. Join the Facebook group. We'll put it in there. Yes, you got to be in-house. I'm not, I'm not outsourcing. We're not outsourcing. I don't believe in outsourcing. Some things we have no choice on. I want you here. Because here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that pisses me off. It's like people, people will do people. Employees are like children. Sometimes they're going to get away with what you let them get away with. If you outsource a job that says, Hey, you can work from home nine times out of 10, they're going to fuck off for a little while. You're not going to get the best amount of work out of them because they're going to be at home. And I would do the same thing. It's like, ah, oh, I got to do this. I don't want to say that to everybody raft. because there's a lot of people like my wife works from home, right? So well, she's I, also lazy, Josh. She's also <laughs> fucking lazy. Laura, you haven't been into work in two weeks. I don't give a shit about your surgery. You should be here. There are amputees out there. No, I'm, playing. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> she's going to come in here like scalp me. Yeah. <laughs> Hit you with a crutch. Josh is like, okay, I'm going to let him do this, and but he's going to die. <laughs> no, but I mean, there's yeah. there's a certain person that can do that yes. stuff who can yes. regulate their time. And we haven't that. found them yet. <laughs> yeah, we haven't found them. The point is, we haven't found them. <laughs> They're out there somewhere. <laughs> I know you're out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. The person that can work from home and be motivated, not have to have somebody with their a thumb on your shoulder watching every movement. I know you're out there. Call me. No. <laughs> it's true. It's true. People are just weird. I get it, though. But people are going to do what you let them get away with. If you say, hey, you know, it, and this is it goes hand in hand with, like, the federal employees and, like, the VA. If they say you only have to make, like, the front desk workers we've talked about, you only have to make 25 appointments per day. Do you mm-hmm. think they're going to go out of their way to make 30? Or for fuck no, they're not. They're doing 25, and they're going to sit around and fuck around on TikTok. How do I know this? For years, I've watched the VA. <laughs> for years, I've gotten DMs and emails and messages about the VA and the fucked up people in it. It's the truth. People, when there is no incentivization, number one, it takes a special breed of person, like to be in a startup business or to be in a small business and help scale that thing. It takes a special breed of person, someone that can be flexible, and they're okay with that. Those people are hard to find. Mm -hmm. They are very hard to find. I don't know. Just me. I'm just tired of it. I'm so tired of it. I'm so sick and tired of it. Everybody with their hand out. It's like, gimme, 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 gimme. What are you giving me? Are you actually come in here and work? I think people just want this cake-ass assignment or this cake-ass job. And to get like, it's kind of like, well, it's like, it's like these women. It's like, I want a man that's got to be like six feet tall. He's got washboard abs. He makes over six figures. He drives a freaking, you know, a Lambo. Oh, okay, cool. That, that's, so what do you bring to the table? Well, you know, I've got my GED. I'm about 100 pounds overweight. I've got 10 kids, but I'm a queen. No, you're not. You want a man that invent? I don't even want to go down this road, but you get the gist of it. It's like you want somebody that invests so much in themselves, has made so many sacrifices, and you've done nothing. You yourself have done nothing. No investment in self. 
No investment in career. And I'm not knocking mothers. Please don't take it that way. That is a whole different genre. There's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mother. There's not. But that cooking better be on point, goddammit. <laughs> you better make some bomb-ass fajitas is all I'm saying. No. It's just that everybody has these high expectations, these high standards. But it's like, but what do you bring? And as an employer, it's kind of like, okay, you want $30 an hour. Why are you worth $30 an hour to me? Are you going to increase my sales? How, how, like, give me some examples here. And everybody's just like, gimme, 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 gimme. I'm not giving yeah. you shit. You earn it. We have a three-month probationary period here. 90 days, then your benefits kick in. You don't make it 90 days, you're fucking gone. And how many times? There's a reason we did that 90-day probation. Because how many times does somebody come in here, they're like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get to work, ready to do this. After 90 days, like, well, I just don't feel like being here anymore. This is just very, yeah, I just I don't feel like I fit in with this company. I'm like, fuck off. I know. Fuck off. Mm. All this entitlement. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You want the benefits. You just don't want to do the work. Well, then go find a job. That, and that's, that's why these people will never be successful. Because, I mean, we've changed our vision here at Shellshocked, where it's like, we're not going to scale to some massive big company. We're operating as a skeleton crew. We're making it work because I want to keep the crew small. I want to keep the crew tight. The reason for that is the more people we bring in, the more drama we got to deal with, the more bullshit we got to deal with. So what am I doing? I'm going to pay the people that work here even more to take on more responsibility as long as they can handle that responsibility. When we absolutely have to expand, then we will. It's just not worth it, man. It is just not fucking worth it. Because then you got to deal with everybody's bullshit out there. Then you got inner office drama. And oh my fuck me. That shit's just so goddamn annoying. Well, somebody said, so. just shut the fuck up. Just, just know, go man. in your cubicle and shut the fuck up. That sounds mean, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. I'm really not. I mean, I'm not a bad person to work for. I stay out of it. Like Tyler runs everything. I'm just here, like brief me, make sure everything's good. And I do little spot checks. And then, and then, oh, get this, get this. I'm just, I'm, y'all, y'all are my therapist today, people. You're my therapist. If you're listening today, this is John Burke. I'm not even going to pay you. You're getting this advice for free. That's how I'm paying you, but you got to listen to me bitch and whine. So here we go. We have automated email campaigns, okay? That's part of business. You know, I've, I've, I've went out there when, um, when Grill Your Ass Off Jason came on the show, he talked about Clavio. That's been one of the things that has helped us scale Shellshock to a very high level very quickly is that we invested in our email campaigns. So we use Clavio. So there's automated email flows that go out. So say, for example, everybody knows what an abandoned cart email is. If you go on the website and you forget to check out, usually within 24 hours, you'll get an email that says, hey, you forgot to check out. Here's your order in case you forgot. This one dude, this one dude, Right? This is yesterday. I don't know what your name is, but I'm looking for you, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if you're a customer. He writes my customer support because he got the abandoned email checkout thing. And he wrote back, he's like, I'm offended. Do you think I just forgot my stuff because I'm a stoner? This motherfucker. No. (laughs) I don't think you're stupid because of that. I think you're just fucking an idiot. That's all there is to it. It's an automated email flow. Did you really just take... Did you really just take an email that's automated personally? It was a reminder, you dumb fuck. And I don't care if I lose your business. I got enough people like giving us business because we have great quality products and we have amazing customer support. We do. The reason they were like, oh my God, they, if they knew it was me behind that fucking email shit, they would not be writing the shit they write. Because I'd write them back in a minute like, go suck a dick and fuck off. I refuse to give you service, bitch. 
That's why we gotta have somebody else. That's why we gotta do somebody else. No, for a while there, they wouldn't tell me shit. Like, this is like, don't don't let John see this. Yeah. Dude, I have, I'm not gonna lie. I have had people call in and try talking to our girls disrespectfully. I will take the phone and say, go fuck yourself. I got a screaming match with a veteran one time. Yeah, I remember. Like, that motherfucker. He's like, no, no, absolutely. If we're wrong, I will 100% apologize. Mm-hmm. If we are in the wrong, we will admit it, and I will make good on it, and even more. We'll go above and beyond. We've had people that have basically received like a broken uh, CBD bottle. We sent them two for free. Yeah. It's like, that's on us, or it was on shipping, not us, the carriers. It's like, we'll make this right. We'll make this good. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you fucking come at me sideways and we're not in the wrong, I'm going to tell you to go fuck off. The customer is not always right. It's not. It's not. And then I see those little cocksuckers like in the fucking comments, like just, why don't you just smoke weed? Well, then why don't you go fucking smoke weed and fuck your lungs up? I don't give a shit. I know this, this is dude's like, because I'm a stoner. No, I don't, dude, I, I do THC at night to go to sleep. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're just looking. You're just looking to be offended. This probably isn't the company for you, bro. It's probably not the company for you. You're going to say something before I cut you off so rudely? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You're, get it out. I just, just get have, it all I out. I just got to get it out. I just got to get it out. I can't help it. I fucking hate customers sometimes. I do. Not all. Just the ones that come at you sideways. It's just like, it's the Karens. This dude was like a male Karen. I, you know, and then I the think veterans going to run worse. into it. It's- veterans are worse. You sit there and, oh, I can't tell you how many times uh, do y'all, do y'all um, offer a veteran's discount. And I, I respect that. You know, I get it. Maybe sometimes you can't afford it. I get it. But we've literally said over and over and over again, like, we mark our shit down so far. We can't afford to. And it's not the fact that they're asking that pisses me off. It's that we explain it to them. And then they come back at you still with, well, you know, if you really love veterans, like, oh, my God. I want to reach through this email and slap the shit out of you. It's like, well, if you really love veterans, like, oh, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe it's good. Like, this actually kind of balances itself out if you think about it. It's like the customers piss you off and you just fucking drop some CBD. It's like, okay, I feel better. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And no, we're never going on Amazon. Fuck no. Fuck Amazon. You can, you can make a lot of great money on Amazon. We're not doing it. I'm not supporting that company. Fuck them. okay motherfuckers you know you're just gonna have some some people like that i i just just, uh, our ratio though it's oh yeah we have an amazing it's like 99 percent you know positive experiences but you do have that that one percent little shithead you just want to punch who you you talk about and kind of laugh about a little bit but you know Uh, i want everybody to be happy you know if i want you to have a good experience here i want you to you know, enjoy your product. But that, that's what pisses me off. It's like the product is amazing. The customer support yeah. is amazing. It's nothing but amazingness across the board. But yet they will still find something to be pissed off about. It's like, what is wrong with you? You know, some people just go through a bad day, I think, too. I don't know. I like to give yeah. people the benefit of the doubt. No, the I think they part. can go fuck themselves. That's where we balance each other out, I think. <laughs> that's true. You're the yin to my yang, Josh. That's I love right. you. I appreciate that's you. That's right, gorgeous. But when Josh gets pissed off, that's when I'm like, okay, things are really bad. Like, Josh, <laughs> no, people don't realize you're my metric. Josh is the metric. When Josh comes out and says, fuck that motherfucker, it's like, oh, it's bad. Okay. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> it's like, okay. John goes off with a heartbeat. He's like, you motherfucker. And Josh, like, Josh, like, okay, let's just chill. Let's just chill. And then when Josh gets fired up, like, I'm kind of like, well, I'm going to step back from this one because shit's bad. <laughs> people probably think I'm like this in real life, too. Uh, nope. I can tell you our management company doesn't like us very much. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do, do, we, do we tell them? Do we tell them? Uh, 
These people mm. are slumlords. They're fucking slumlords. Ah! That was a mistake we'll never make again. We learned that the hard way. Five-year contract. We're gonna, we learned. Oh we learned. God, I know. Oh, my God. But Josh may or may not have called the woman a bitch. <laughs> On my way out. On the way out. She heard Under you. my breath. <laughs> fucking bitch. Like, you know... I, you get stuck in this position where, like, we pay for everything. We got to cover everything. The AC, I'm used a, to the one a being door hated, is, Josh like, hanging is the on. Josh hated on this. I'm like, Josh is like, he, like, he's a bear. He's a teddy bear. He's a good dude. It's like, like, oh. that doesn't like him. He called me a bitch. Well, maybe that's because you are one, Karen. I don't know. Tyler went over there and <laughs> talked to her. It's <laughs> like, she doesn't care for you guys too much. Good. Was, Tell her I said go play I in traffic. I don't give a fuck. Like, well, that explains why she brought that nerd guy out. Oh, my there. God. We went yeah. over there and talked to her about that. The door. We had a structural issue, and it's literally in the lease that says, "Hey, you got to fix this." And they're like, "Well, no, we okay. don't." It's like, oh, <sighs> yep, mm. douchebag. Those are the parts of the business books that you don't read about. It's like, what happens when you got a fucking, you know, a slumlord? And, you know, it's not a bad facility. It's just that they ask us to pay for shit. It's like, no, we've invested so much in this building. I mean, fuck, we built out the studio for like $10,000. Like, we invested into this. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, when we're living, I'm, when we leave, I'm pissing all over this place. I'm oh, going to take a big steaming it all with shit yeah, in the I corner. Know. Oh, absolutely. Big steaming. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting that deposit oh back, God. I don't think. Probably not. Fuck them. BRC also referred to Trump supporters as radicals. Huh? Oh, I don't care about that. Dude, I'm not following Black Rifle. I don't I don't like their coffee. It's whatever. Because I see another article out there. Apparently, Jerry Jones is now like, here's the other thing. BRCC is now in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. They're serving that coffee. Like, they're growing. Yeah. They're growing. Like, these guys, it's like, that's what your goal is to get to that yeah, big. Yeah, that's great. It's great. But, no, Evan Hafer has said some stupid shit. It's like, mm, you probably shouldn't have done that New York Times interview. You probably shouldn't have done that. Not a smart move. It's like, you mean you mean they misquoted you and took you out of context? What? It's like going to CNN for the truth. It's like, come on, dude. Come on. But some of the things he said, I don't agree with. Absolutely not. But there's other great coffee companies out there as well. There's enough table for everybody to eat at. You've got Frontier Coffee. Jesus Christ. Frontier Rifle. Frontier Coffee Company. You've got Red Clover Coffee Company. You've got, man, there are so many different veteran brands out there of coffee. And they make good stuff. Yeah. So if you don't like Black Rifle, there's a lot of other great coffee companies to go to. So the other thing is there's people in Black Rifle I get along with. Like JT. I love JT. He's a good dude. He's Mm -hmm. came in here and helped us. You know, he will give you the shirt off of his back. So I get the conflict with Black Rifle. We've never we've never really drank their coffee. I'm not a big Black Rifle fan. And I'm going to piss you all off even further because I know the veteran cult community is going to hate me for this. But I like Starbucks. Do you? I do. I don't. I don't I like do. Starbucks at all. Well, that's because you're a communist. Mm, are you? Nah, probably not. Uh, it's, I just don't like it. Yeah. Some people no. it's 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 definitely it's much more sweeter. It's not I, even I like that. Like, I just like a regular coffee uh-huh. with cream and two raw sugars, and it tastes like someone spits in it anytime I go there. Like, if Starbucks oh, is the oh, only okay. option, like, gotcha. it just doesn't taste good. Right. Have you had their caramel macchiato? No, because uh, I'm not a homosexual. What, what? What's wrong with liking penis and <laughs> caramel macchiatos? Maybe you just haven't lived, Josh. Jesus. Maybe. Wow. No. wow. No, I, don't, I don't like sweet coffee. I just I do. I, like, I, do. I like the yeah. regular. Everybody's got their own blend. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <clears throat> but, you know, teach their own. Folgers, you, you know, I, Folgers I is like 80% garbage. What do you mean? Like Folgers coffee. There's you mean like, well, yeah, but like, what, what do you mean like 80% garbage, though? I heard it's like uh, when they go out and they harvest it and the beans and everything, like mm-hmm. garbage gets put into it and they grind it up. So, you know, with coffee grounds. Yeah. Like real fine coffee grounds. Yeah. So, like inside of that, it's supposed to be some garbage in it. Oh. 
That's what I heard anyway. That's hot dogs. <laughs> it's hot dogs. I love hot dogs. <laughs> I don't care. Anyway. We'll just, you know, if there's, a, and hey, there's other veteran brands of CBD. No. But fuck them. Come use. I- <laughs> <laughs> They're garbage. They're garbage. No. No, hey, props to them. Again, there's there's enough room at this table for everybody yeah. to eat, man. We would never take business away from other people. Like, not intentionally, he said as he winked to his partner, fully knowing he does the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Nah, you know, I've tried Frontier. I like his stuff. Red Clover. Red Clover has a whiskey blender. I forget what it is. It's, oh, it smells amazing. It tastes good. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the, uh, <clears throat> oh, God, there's the, oh, God, it's the Death Brew, I think it is. Like, they make some, I can't drink that. It's strong as fuck. I've had it a few times. I'm like, Jesus, it'll put hair on your your fingernails. It's, oh my God. It is like some, if you really want some strong ass coffee, like, yes, absolutely. But uh, no, because I get up, I get hit up about that all the time. What's your stance on black rifles? I don't fuck with them. I fuck with JT. I fuck with a few other people. Like they were at the uh, FitCon. I went over to the booth. We gave them some, a bunch yeah. of free stuff. I was like, hey guys, like just, I, I support y'all. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't agree with how the company handles some of these things, but that's just them. Whatever. Evan Hafer. Yeah, you just said some really dumb shit, but whatever. Everybody does, but I don't I don't know. I think because it's like if you're an influencer in the veteran space, instantaneously it must mean you support everybody across the board. It's like, no, I don't get along with a lot of people because I think they're fucking stupid and they probably think I'm stupid. It's just that one of us actually is stupid and it ain't me. <laughs> Ego big enough to fill this room, baby. No, nah, I'm playing. No, there's a lot of people in the influencer space, whatever you want to call it. We just don't see eye to eye. And it's not that I hate people. It's just like, no, I just don't want to do business with you. And I've tried. I have tried with certain people. It's just like, mm, this was a bad, bad thing. And the thing I've learned is like the more that we stay on our own, the less we get stabbed in the back. Yeah. That's the truth. It is the That's truth. the truth. It is the truth. Oh, and there's a lot of great veteran beer companies as well. They're, they're brewing stuff like that. And the thing that makes it so difficult is because you got to have distributors across the nation to carry your stuff. And that is hard. Death Wish Coffee, that's the one. Thank you, Death Wish Coffee. Their their stuff is whoa, strong as fuck. If you're no, I'm serious. If you want a powder keg and a coffee cup, that's the one. Really? Oh, dude, I'll have to get it for you. Like I drank it, I was like Jesus. I don't like it crazy <laughs> strong. It's but crazy strong. Like it's good. It's good. Just like coffee so. that tastes like coffee. Yeah. Cream, sugar. Yeah. Just the American cup of coffee. I agree with that. I don't know. I just uh, I just I don't know. I like I like my coffee frou frou. Yeah, I like the fruit fruit coffee. Just trying to ease back on the sugar. That's fair all. enough. I get that. I get that. Uh, man, a lot of news. So much news. So much news. It's it's uncomfortable. How, how terrible this administration is getting. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So terrible. People are saying death wish coffee sounds toxic. No, it's just good coffee. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've worked with Frontier. Frontier Coffee Company. I think he's an ex-Army Ranger. Good dude. Um, he, the one they all respect about him, he doesn't give a fuck. If you go on the Frontier Coffee Company page, that dude does not hold back, even yeah. on his on his business page. He basically he puts it how he will. Like, he's like me on steroids. Like Because on the Shell Shock page, I we don't put anything political. There's a lot of people that follow Shell Shock yeah. that don't know who I am. And when they do find out, that's kind of like a, <laughs> you sure you still want to support the company? No, we've never gotten Shell Shock political except one or two times. Bro, Frontier Coffee, he don't fuck around. Like, he hates Biden. This guy is a lover of freedom. And that's why it's like, I get it. I get it. If, if that's the way you want to do business, I am not knocking that. Yeah. You can, I get it. Knock yourself out. And then, you know, it, it's just up to the individual. Because I've told people, it's like, once you cross that political line, there is no going back. 
There is no going back. You have crossed the threshold and you will forever be remembered for what you said. Yeah. So be very sure you wanted to, you want to take the step. Cause I have warned people. It's like, look, I'm one of the ones that I saw that line and you know, Josh now just kind of like, fuck it. We're the line. Like we don't even like, we've crossed so many fucking lines, dude. I know. It was like so playing hopscotch. We, we, we play hopscotch. <laughs> That's all it is. Um, but it's just in the business world. Like, look, it's like, if you want to take that risk and you want to get political, be very careful. Be very careful because, again, once you go down that road, there's no coming back. You yeah. know, and, and some people, and you got to remember, though, there are some people that are going to use politics to try and incentivize making sales. It's business. I get it. <clears throat> Grunt Style's done it for many, many years. They made money off of dead cops and, you know, stuff like that, which why I left them and stuff like that. But I just feel like if you're going to virtue signal with your company, be very careful. It could blow up in your face. Mm-hmm. It really could. For me, that's why we, I, I feel like we walk a very centrist line. It's like we support freedoms. We want people to be able to do what they want, say what they want, dress how they want, love who they want, fuck who they want, marry whomever, who they want. I think, I feel like that's a very, that's a good line to be on because I feel like it's true to our core, our core values as far as independent liberty and freedom. Except abortion. Then you're just a murderer. So, <laughs> and, and there went another line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, don't talk politics. It comes to business. Also, don't go woke. True. I mean, you, you got to figure out your audience, I guess. Like, the other thing is kind of like, <clears throat> I'll put it this way. Jerry Jones is catching shit because he's selling Black Rifle. Not because of Black Rifle's stance, whatever they are. I don't know what they are anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's because the name Black Rifle is offensive. Yeah. He's catching shit for that. Because the the words black rifle, like, so what? You want, like, white rifle? Like, what what are you talking about? This is what people are offended by. The dumbest shit. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. You could bring up. Yeah. Like, Jesus. My God. That's what we're pissed off about today. You know you've got it good in America when you're bitching about the title of a company, the name of a company. I know. Like, really? Black rifle is what really offends you? That's what offends you? Uh, Did you hear about the 50... People that were killed in the trailer just last week. Mm -hmm. No, it's black rifle coffee. That's what, okay. We should should call it like white rifle coffee. We thought about making a coffee company here. We're going to call it like black pistol coffee company. (laughs) Black pistol. Black pistol. (laughs) Oh my God. Black double barrel shotgun coffee. I'm honestly happy in the sense of what black rifle is represented though. It's, I don't agree with their their politics. Like Evan Hafer, I'm talking specifically to him. I don't agree with his politics. I don't even know what their politics are. Neither do I. I mean, I feel like like they're, it's, Mostly patriotic, yeah. America, a lot of gun shooting stuff. It was I the mean, their, stuff. It was their the commercials were, their commercials are really cool. I, oh, yeah. I, I like them a lot. Yeah, I mean, they're amazing content creators. Like yeah, JT, their content is JT is doesn't fantastic. get enough credit. Like those dudes put out some really good content. Yeah. Um, but as far as Evan Hafer, like I, I just don't know his politics and the things that I've seen because people send me this shit all the time because they think that I'm close with them. I'm not. I don't talk to them. I talk to JT. That's it. And just like, what are your stances on this? Like, you know where my stances are at. I'm pro-Constitution, so if their views go contrary to that, then no, I don't support them. I don't agree with them. But they do represent something that I feel is, like, really good in the veteran community, that veterans can make it mainstream. Because whether people like it or not, they're a main competitor with Starbucks now. Oh, yeah. They are blowing the fuck up. I'm, I'm <clears> glad <throat> about that. Yeah, good for them. And I, I, I mean, their shops are popping up all over the place right There's here. one in Plano now. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to try it. But I think that's also, when you have a cult-like following, you got to be very careful. 
because it's essentially you could shit in a box and they're going to buy it because it has your name on it. Therefore, the quality, I'm not saying this is what they're doing. I'm saying I've seen other companies do this to where mm -hmm. your quality of product and stuff like that drops because you know people are going to buy it just like Harley Davidson. Mm -hmm. Here we go. I pissed off all the Harley people. I'm just saying that when I had Harley, a spark plug was like five bucks. I was like, why? Is it because of the name? I was like, fuck the name. It's a spark plug. It should be like 75 cents. You're paying for a name. And it's like, eh, whatever. I don't agree with that. But that's where I stand on that. <clears throat> well, I feel like we pissed off enough people this morning. Let's get into the news. Let's piss them off even more. <laughs> Look, I just want to clarify. I got no beef with people. I really don't. I don't care. I wish everybody success. I wish them best of luck. You know, uh, someone says, I love you, John, but I get my gummies somewhere else. Well, then fuck you, mofo. Son of a bitch. You're dead to me. <laughs> Fucking dead to me. God, how could you say such a horrible thing? Oh, wow. <laughs> nah. All right, let's get into it. Eric Swalwell. Jesus, this guy's such a douche. Such a fucking douche. I, I really, I really hate Eric Swalwell. I can't say what I hoped happens to this piece of shit. This guy is such a... There's a difference in sensa, uh, sensational, uh, sensationalizing and willingly dividing the country just for the sake of the division versus standing true on your, princi your principles and beliefs because you believe in them. Mm -hmm. Eric Swalwell is someone that wants to divide. This guy literally, and this is even the worst thing he's tweeted, but I want to get to it. But you can like debunk everything this fucking moron tweets. And once again, proving that you can have an education as a lawyer and still be a fucking idiot. He says, thanks, Biden. <clears throat> well, he we retweeted Forbes and Forbes tweeted out and says, oil prices dropped 9% Tuesday, falling back below $100 per barrel for the first time since May. Eric Swalwell retweets this and listen to what this guy says. He says, thanks, Biden. If he's responsible for them being high, waiting for that House GOP tweet thanking him for the cost coming down, I'll wait. So then Swalwell, then you admit that he's at fault. So you, you only want to bring this up when it favors you. And last I checked, the prices at the pump have not dropped. It takes a long time for that actually to happen. But Swalwell, by your own admission, you just admitted that Biden is, is, is at fault. Now, of course, the president doesn't directly have control over gas prices. Nobody is saying that. But what this guy can do definitely has an impact on it. It's like when Crenshaw came on the show. It's like, we don't have insider training. Yes, but you can reward government contracts that will affect the stock market. 100% you do. You can control it to an extent. By proxy, the contracts that you put out there. 100% you do. But Swalwell literally just admits, literally just admits that Biden is responsible for what happened. Mm-hmm. 100% he is. And then people try and blame it on OPEC. It's not OPEC's fault. But that's not even. That's not even the worst thing. <clears throat> now, we all know where I stand with Lauren Boebert. I'm not a big fan. I'm not. Marjorie Taylor Greene either. I'm not. I respect the fact they have guts enough to stand up and speak out for the beliefs. I respect that about them. So, I mean, it was just like not even too, it was like last week we went into the very uh, intricate discussion of church and state being separate and the reasoning why. Because Boebert believes that it shouldn't. The church should govern the state. I disagree. Literally a violation of the First Amendment. Literally a violation of why America was founded. I'm not going to get back into that. But here's where Eric Swalwell crosses the line. He tweets out July 5th. And he says, let's start drawing straight lines. There's a picture of Lauren Boebert holding an AR-15 platform next to a picture of the Highland Park shooter. What the fuck is wrong with you? 
Swalwell is a representation of the nerds on social media that would never stand before the person they're talking shit about and say that shit to their face. Swalwell should get his nose fucking broken. He should get his teeth knocked down his throat. You're comparing her to the Highland Park shooter? Are you kidding me? This guy's a total piece of shit. Piece of shit. It is beyond me. Look, look, we, I understand that we can be divisive. I understand that we can have these discussions and these rational debates. And yes, they're going to be heated, especially when it comes to church and state and matters like that. Because when religion mixes with politics, it is a very bad thing. But when you've got a sitting congressman, Representative Swalwell, who tweets this, this nonsense, this tripe, like, dude, what is wrong with you? I'm just, bro. I hope somebody beats the fuck out of this guy. I won't even hold back on that. I hope something bad happens to him. You're a piece of shit. If you did that to me, oh my God, I'd be coming to, I'd be looking for you. If a sitting congressman tweeted that about me and I'm a congressman as well, I'm going to come find your office. I'm going to get a video. I'm going to get a phone. We're going to videotape this and we're going to see how much of a badass you really are face to face. Oh, do you know that guy's a pussy? Oh, he's going to be a bitch. He'll have a secretary answer the door and say he's out. Man uh, the fuck up, dude. You want to make a comparison like that? That crosses the line. That crosses the fucking line. I don't care for Bobert, but what you just did is disgusting and morally reprehensible. Comparing her to an active shoot, a murderer? Meanwhile, this guy's out there banging Chinese spies. Still in government. Still in government, still in the intelligence committee. How does that happen? Hmm. Mm, oh, cry because our government's corrupt. Bunch of scumbags. Uh, if I thought he was a libertarian, I wouldn't be here. John seems like a constitutionalist, 100%. Like, yeah, no, I'm not a libertarian because well, libertarianism is comprised of like three different ways, right, center, and left. For me, I'm just a constitutionalist. Like, I just leave me the fuck alone. I don't like the government. I think most, I think, I think most people at their core are constitutionalists. It's just that when you get wrapped up in the, the politicization and the party loyalty, I'm not for, I used to be that way. I'm not, not anymore. Like, I'm not going to vote somebody just because they're GOP endorsed. Absolutely not. And the GOP has a lot of problems on it. I'm not going to get into that. We're gonna, we got into that so many different times. But no, I'm a constitutionalist. I believe in personal freedoms. I believe in separation of church and state. I believe in just leaving me the hell alone, lower the taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I think the government's gotten way too fucking big. Like, if there was an overthrow, I'd be all, I'd support it 100%. I'd I think like, yeah, most people would support it. I think so as well. I think, Honestly, I think we're, we're tired of it. How do, you, how do you get all these corrupt politicians out of office? When they control everything. Oh, I know a way. When they control uh, how we vote and how, like where our money's going, yeah. sending oil over there mm-hmm. and spending billions of dollars over this country. I'm a, I'm a big taxing proponent. taxing us more. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of Milton Friedman's economics. I like, that's why Dinesh D'Souza, yeah, when he came here. out there and he talked about how Friedmanism was stupid. I think Dinesh is an idiot. He's like, cool, dude. He's like, you, you kissed Trump's ass because he got you out of jail. He's like, but you said some stupid shit. To sit there and talk about Milton Friedmanism isn't like, bro, no, yeah. absolutely not. I don't believe in the FDA. I don't believe in the FCC. I don't right. believe in the IRS. I don't believe in the FBI, the DEA, ATF. Fuck them all. Get rid of them. We were doing just fine without them. Yeah. All just these, fine without them. All these uh, organizations with all this power ultimately gets corrupt. That's it. You get these 100%. people who love power 100%. and all they want to do is just yep. keep their seat, Yep. stay in the club, <clears throat> spend our money. Well, Not Eric Swalwell tweets this out, and he compares Lauren Boebert to the, uh, oh, my God. It just, I'm, dude, I'm appalled. Seriously, like, I mean that. 
They're very, I mean, I'll get worked up sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Like, things piss me off. But seeing something like this, you better believe I'm catching a flight to D.C. and I'm going to find you in your office and you're going to stand up. You're going to go toe-to-toe with me, bud. You're going to go toe-to-toe to me. And I'm going to videotape it. I will find you and I will confront you. I'm not threatening violence. I'm just going to say, put your money where your mouth is, big guy. Mm-hmm. You make that comparison, you deserve to have your ass beat. You deserve it. <clears throat> what a piece of shit. More news about the Highland Park shooter. Father of Highland Park shooting suspect, sponsored son's firearm ownership card despite past violent threats. Police seized knives from Robert Cremo's home months before his father sponsored his application for an FOID card. The father of the 21-year-old man, now listen to this article, folks. Listen to this article. Really pay attention here. The father of the 21-year-old man charged with killing seven people when he allegedly unleashed a hail of bullets on an Independence Day parade in the Chicago suburb of Highland Park sponsored his son's firearm ownership identification card two and a half years ago despite the two instances of police being called to their home over threatening behavior. This right here proves it ain't the gun. It's the parents. It's the mental health. It's the instable families. You raised a nut job, and then you as a parent failed. You let your little shit that you created and raised own a firearm? What the fuck is wrong with you? You sponsored that? You're at fault. I think he should be tried. I think the father should be, like, you sponsored it? You're responsible. That's insane to me. Now, I'm not sitting there saying that we should do something in a sense of, like, strip everybody, everybody else's rights. Of course not. But there has to be penalties. When you put your name on a dotted line and you vouch for somebody and that somebody turns around and murders seven people, you're going to be tried as well. Because then maybe you should really start taking a care about who you want to vouch for. It's too easy to sit there and say, oh, I vouch for so-and-so. Especially in the business world. We've been down this road. It's like, hey, how do you feel about so-and-so? If I don't know, I'm not going to, I got nothing to say. Mm -hmm. Because that's mine. That's me. That's my word, because if that person turned, because I've done that. I've recommended some people for a job, and they turned out to be shit. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, man. I was like, when I served with him, he was good. Apparently, he's a shithead now. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous to me. Robert E. Crimo III, who was charged with seven counts of murder Tuesday, applied for a FOID card December 19th at age 19. Illinois State Police revealed in a press release. The subject was under 21, and the application was sponsored by the subject's father, Illinois State Park Police said. Therefore, at the time of the FOID application review in January of 2020, there was an insufficient basis to establish a clear and present danger and deny the FOID application. Oh, it's like uh, almost as if like the red flag law there didn't work either. Yeah. Weird. However... The suspected shooter's dad's Bob Crimo, 58. New police had been called to their home twice earlier that same year because his son had threatened to kill himself and the rest of his family. What? He sounds like the perfect candidate for a weapon. You mean you as a father, you as a grown-ass man, had the cops come to your house twice because your little shithead son that you should have beat the brakes off of threatened to kill himself and your family. Now, keep in mind, this was not a little 10 year old mad at the world. I'm going to kill you. This is a grown man. He was like, mm-hmm. what? 19. Yeah. I was in Iraq when I was 19. I was, I was actually back from night. No, I was still 19. Yeah. Cause we had to get extended, whatever case being he's a grown ass man. And you as a father sponsored him to get Wow. 
But you know what will happen? Both sides of the aisle will try and pin this on one specific little uh, uh, banner they want to hoist to score political points on the other side. And no one's going to say, why were you such a shit father? And I think the reason most people don't want to go that route is there's nothing they can do about it. They don't like feeling powerless. This, the father should be shamed publicly. Blood is on your hands. Now, granted, the shooter is ultimately responsible. I'm not trying to pass off that blame. That shooter's a piece of shit. He should be executed. Try him. If he's found guilty of doing this, execute him on the spot. Don't wait. Don't let him serve out a life sentence. No, execute him. Stop playing games. Make the penal system hard again. <laughs> Sorry, that just hit me. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. When you go light on crime, this is what happens. And you just look at this kid and you can tell he's just, this is what happens when you praise mental instability. Yeah, he's got some issues there. Clearly. This is what happens. Instead of like condemning, or I shouldn't say condemning mental disorders, but as far as like categorizing mental disorders in departments such as, or categories such as, you need to go get help. This is not something that should be praised. Why are we out here? Why aren't we out here praising schizophrenia? Oh, you're so brave. You hear so many voices. What do they tell you? Do they tell you like me? They say I'm hot. I'm cute. <laughs> no, we don't do that. But why is it suddenly okay to start praising these other mental disorders? If Oh, you're so brave. You want to chop your penis off. Look, look at you. <laughs> so brave. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is ridiculous. I should put that on a shirt. Make the penal system hard again. <laughs> Total accident. In April of 2019, an individual contacted the Highland Park Police a week after learning of Cremo's uh, attempted suicide. Lake County Major Crime Task Force spokesman uh, Christopher Covelli said Tuesday. You take one look at this kid and he just, oh my God. It's in the eyes, Chico. It was a delayed report, so police responded to the residents a week later and spoke with Cremo and his parents a week later. Months later, in September of 2019, a family member reported that Cremo had collected had a collection of knives and said he was going to kill everyone. Cavelli told reporters, police responded to the residence and removed 16 knives, a dagger, and a sword from his home at that time. There was no probable cause to arrest and no complaints were signed by any of the victims, Cavelli said. You ever just look at a picture and you can like tell there's just evil? Some, something's off. Yeah, there's something off about this kid. Yeah. You can tell there's evil. The Highland Park Police Department did, however, notify Illinois State Police of the incident. At the time, there was no information that he possessed any firearms or any rifles, Cavelli said. In order to purchase a gun legally in Illinois, one has to possess a FOID card. That's a process that is solely managed through the state police. I'm not able to speak to that process, Cavelli added. At the time of September 2019 incident, Cremo did not have a FOID card to revoke or to review. Hmm. It sounds like he was going to try and use the knives. They took the knives and he got a gun. Yeah. Almost as if he was going to commit murder no matter what. No matter what. Mm. Weird. Gun, knife, car. Yep. Illinois State Police received a clear and present danger report on the subject for the Highland Park Police Department. The agency said in a press release, the report 
was related to the threats the subject made against his family. There were no arrests made in September 2019 incident, and no one, including family, was willing to move forward on a complaint, nor did they subsequently provide information on threats or mental health that would have allowed law enforcement to take action or additional action. Additionally, no firearms restraining order was filed, nor any order of protection. Between June 2020 and September 2021, the younger Cremo also passed four background checks when purchasing firearms. Hmm. Four background checks, people. Background checks don't mean shit to a first-time offender. He passed the background check. So liberals, that defeats your argument right there of universal background check. We already have them. It didn't work. You had that same thing in Parkland. Yep. Where that kid, he had the FBI called on him multiple times. Mm -hmm. Over 22 times. Yeah. Over 22 times they visited him. All those people should be fired. September 2019 clear and present danger report indicates when police went to the home and asked the individual if he felt like harming himself or others, he responded, no, Illinois State Police said. What What do you expect him to say? Yeah. You think someone's going to admit that to the cops? Additionally and importantly, the father claimed the knives were his and they were being stored in the individual's closet for safekeeping. Hmm. You've got a father whose son at 19 said he's going to kill himself and the family and you allowed your knives to be stored in his closet? What the fuck is wrong with you? This dad sounds like a piece of shit. Highland Park police responded approximately 10:15 a.m. Monday to report of an active shooter in the area of Central Avenue and Second Street One. An Independent Day parade was in progress. Police are seeking information on one specific witness based on video surveillance. Investigators are very certain there is a female witness who saw Cremo drop an object believed to be the rifle inside a red blanket behind a Ross, a cosmetics location at 625. Blah blah blah. blah I said. We're not able to identify the witness yet, but we're asking if you are the witness and you are hearing this, please call 1-800-CALL-FBI. The investigators would really like to speak with you about this, Cavelli said. Hey, here's an idea. Here's what you could do. You could take those January 6th investigators and put them on this. I mean, they were pretty efficient, right? Well, yeah. The, the insurrection people, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Perfect. Yeah. What if we got the FBI on those? Because, those, those, you know, they biometrically identified over 900 people. So, uh, you know. You should have a mental, oh my God, you should have a mental and psychological evaluation and have your social media inspected to pass a background check. Fuck no, you shouldn't. You kidding me? Really? So now you're violating all your freaking, your medical freedoms? Like, no, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. And also, who's conducting these? Who's, who's conducting these? Please, let's go into depth on this. This is why Robert O'Neill, the Navy SEAL that killed Bin Laden, supposedly, when he says shit like this or similar to this, no. Who's, who's conducting these? What doctor? Do you think in this day and age, there isn't a doctor out there that does not have a political bias? All that means is that you're going to find a medical provider that's going to be more aligned with your political beliefs and go get a background check from him. Come on. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. You're not thinking this through. None of y'all do. Here's the deal. If you, should get, if you should get a mental background check to buy a firearm, I'll concede that. Here's my solution. You also have to have a mental background check to vote. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There goes half the Democrats. How many genders are there? Two. Ah, denied. Sorry. No whack jobs get to vote. My bad. 
Mm. Um, what color is your hair naturally? Blue. Denied. Sorry. We don't want psychopaths vote. I mean, come on. All right. Here's what we should do for the left. We'll concede what you want, but you have to concede what we want. You want psychological background checks to vote? Fair. Same for voting. And then what's going to happen? What's going to happen with that? All it just means are people are going to go to mental health care professionals that lean their direction politically. And if you think they don't, you are out of your fucking mind. They 100% do. They 100% do. And if you think what I just said to pass a mental health background check to vote sounds stupid, so is the same for buying a firearm. Do I think that firearms should be sold to mentally unstable people? Of course not, but there's no way to prove that. But also, what's your definition of mentally unstable? Because for years we've been saying, like, here's, here's what I love about this. The very same Democrats that will go out there and talk about, like, how, you know, people that are mentally unstable shouldn't own a firearm. Meanwhile, come 4th of July, they're out there virtue signaling, be careful with veterans. The fireworks could set them off. You know, They could go crazy and murder everybody in the neighborhood. <laughs> so then veterans with PTSD shouldn't be allowed to own firearms? Because I have PTSD, and I have, like, a couple firearms. And just miraculously, they've never just walked up and killed anybody. Weird. You're in Ohio. The House Constitution, Article 5, elective franchise. Idiots or insane persons are not allowed to uh, the privilege of, of what, what constitutes an idiot, though? Like, that's, that's kind of like, it's, I know, we, it's get into a, the, we get into the weeds of what is normal? What constitutes being normal? What's your definition of success? What's your definition of sexy? It's, everything is subjective to the individual. Obviously, so. this has been on the the books for a while. I like that. That's, just, I, that's how they I were like thought. That. That's, that was the thinking. Like, well, we can't have idiots voting. Your Honor, I suggest that this man's voting privileges should be revoked under Article 5, Paragraph 3, Subparagraph 2.A, where it clearly states idiots should not be allowed to vote. The defense rests, Your Honor, or the prosecution rests, Your Honor. I don't know why they sounded like a Georgia Southerner. Well, I uh, say we're going to go for tulips after this. pretty good because it sounds like my last is spilling out your mouth. <laughs> Tell you on it. I'll tell you what. This is what we're going to be doing down here at John Berg's Court of the South. <laughs> you ain't just whistling Dixie. Jesus. So many failures, so many loopholes in this. The overall point, the police couldn't prevent it, and the father's a piece of shit father. What are you expecting, America? We are a gun country. There is no way around that. Uh, Joe Biden, dude, his polls like 29 now. Now the polling says 29% of America still wants him to run as president. 29% of Americans, that dropped significantly because before it was like 34%. Every got to use the real polls because people just aren't believing he's in the 30s. Oh my God. I'm at a loss, man. I'm at a loss. This guy is just, every month he continues. It's just like those numbers just... But you watch, because Swalwell is already proving a point here that I was going to make earlier. You watch. Eventually, if the oil prices drop, the very same people that said it wasn't Biden as being the causation for that are now going to praise Biden for being the solution. So it's like, wait a minute. You cannot be a solution to a problem you caused. Yeah. What are you talking about? They're going to praise Biden. Like, so Biden doesn't control the gas prices, but if Biden does something to bring him down, it's like, oh, well, we should praise him. Like, wait, I thought you said he didn't control those gas prices. So now he does? Yeah. 
Explain that one to me, because I'm 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 lost. I'm lost on that. Explain to me. You explain to me, you little shitheads. You explain to me, Daddy Burke, how this works, because I don't think you fucking know. We do the rest of the show like a fucking Italian mobster. It's what we do. Does that offend you? Fuck off. I don't care. I got family that are Italians. Not really, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Use guys. Use guys. Joe Biden ships U.S. oil reserves to foreign countries. Because he hates Americans, this is from Breitbart, Josh pointed out this earlier. Because he hates Americans, President Joe Biden is shipping much-needed American oil to foreign countries, including China. The whole idea of Strategic Petroleum Reserve, SPR, which is owned by the U.S. government, specifically the U.S. Department of Energy, is to hold on to about 700 million barrels of oil in the event of an emergency or disruption. But now, because his fraudulency, Joe Biden has closed pipelines, killed oil and gas leases, refused to allow refining to expand, and has gone to war with affordable energy, the SPR is releasing about a million gallons a day into the U.S. economy. Ladies and gentlemen, let me put for you in better detail what this actually stands for. We are draining our savings account. We just got fired. We've got no income coming in, and we're draining our savings account. And it's not like we're out there looking for another job because we're not. Biden has not fixed the problem. This is a very bad way to be. A million barrels of oil a day. Okay. Instead of doing something permanent and useful, instead of solving the crisis he created that put a gallon of gas over $5, he's looking to steady gas prices and his collapsing poll numbers by squandering our reserves. That's bad enough. So, ba- And it's interesting to do this right before midterms. Yeah. Don't think for a second this is not politically motivated. Oh. Biden doesn't give a shit about the cost of gas. Elites, rich elites don't care about money. They don't have to worry about that. They are not living paycheck to paycheck like you, the basic American, are. It's something like 73, 74% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that when it comes to a four or $500 gas bill now, that was once like maybe 100, that impacts the wallet. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. Biden doing this right before midterms, you know why. He's going to try and get himself a W and it's not going to work. Americans are not that stupid. Well, Democrats are. I mean, just this way, this way it goes. Instead of doing something about blah, 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 okay, that's bad enough. So the SPR is now at its lowest level since 1986. Biden shuts down offshore oil and gas production while tapping the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to provide fossil fuels to U.S. consumers. Are you finally starting to see, Democrats, why AOC's Green New Deal was so fucking stupid? Are you finally starting to see this? Because it was the exact same idea. You're going to be paying a lot more for saving the planet. And when it comes down to it, people don't fucking care. No, why don't you ask China how they're doing it? 100%. Because they contribute most of the pollution China to the and world. India. Yep, yep. You know, you think all this pollution and garbage into the ocean comes from the United States? It's not. It's coming from over in Asia. We actually pay uh, Mexico and South America to take care of our garbage. A lot, a lot of people don't know that. We pay them a lot of money. I don't know what they do with it. They probably throw it in the ocean. Yeah, they're like, oh, just put it in the ocean. Yeah. It's the Gulf. <sighs> well, then, when it comes to put, punishing the American people who so obviously loathe that's bad enough is never enough for Biden. Nope, he always finds a way to take his contempt for America and Americans a step further, which he has. Get this. 
more than 5 million barrels of oil that were part of the historic U.S. emergency reserves released to lower domestic fuel prices were exported to Europe and Asia last month, according to data and news sources, even as U.S. gasoline and diesel prices hit record highs. This guy is a globalist. I don't care about Europe, and I certainly do not care about China. We come first when it comes to energy. We've got to come first. Yeah. If the wheels of trade stop in America, we're fucked. You think China's going to help us out? Hell no. You think Europe's going to give us a fuck? Absolutely not. We're donating billions to Ukraine. We're giving away our reserves to China and other countries in Europe because of an issue they helped cause. I'm sorry. But this is insanity at this point. That's why a worldwide revolution needs to occur and overthrow every single one of these fucking governments. These globalistic shill governments. Klaus Schwab should be taken out. To sit there and the rich elites make the poor suffer. And you've got people in Congress and you've got a sitting president. They're living high and dry. Meanwhile, you, the American citizen, in their eyes, the American peasant, are left with meager, meager crumbs and bread scraps. Let them drive Teslas. <laughs> it's a $50,000 car. They can't afford that. It's fucking insanity. We've got a president and an administration that doesn't give one shit about America. But every single one of you Democrats, every single one of you leftist liberals that stood there and you bitched and you moaned and you sucked the MSM dick and you believed all the propaganda, all the bullshit, and you fell for it hook, line, and sinker because the right is full of racists and Trump's an authoritarian, blah, 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 blah. Now, don't get me wrong. Trump certainly has his faults. He needs to shut the fuck up half the time. I'll give you that. But fuck's sakes, you weren't paying $5 for a tank of gas. I'll take that all day long. I will take that all day long. I will read the tweets of him calling Kim Jong-un a little fat man. I will fucking laugh my ass off and then go pay 30 bucks to fill up my tank. But you Democrats, you got to have it all or nothing. Well, guess what? You got what you wanted. And now you're paying for it. And the rest of us have to pay for your fucking stupidity. I guarantee you could go up to most Democrats and ask them what Biden's policies were pre-2020 election. I guarantee you the majority of them could not answer that. Where does Biden stand on energy independence? Where does Biden stand on all this shit? I guarantee they couldn't tell you. It was just anything but Trump, and you got it. You got it. Because the evil you know, and I'll let you finish that, and if you don't know that statement, you're stupid. This is what happens with stupid people in large numbers. Ergo, the DNC. Bunch of fucking morons. Really? Did, were the tweets that bad? Everything with the left was nuclear. He's going to get us into World War Three. He got fucking Kim Jong-un to sit the fuck down. World peace. World peace. Well, kind of. We were still in the Middle East, but he was already facilitating He's, the drawdown. Yeah, yeah, we were drawing. Yeah. And then the left used that against him. He was actually talking to the Taliban. Uh, yeah, you kind of have to. That's how you negotiate ceasefires. Yeah. People are that stupid, but Democrats looked for anything, anything to hold over Trump. And now, man, y'all got quiet. Instead, what you're still talking about right now is Trump. Trump this, Trump that. All you've really got is January 6th, which was not an insurrection. You've got January 6th. Outside of that, the, the committee right now that is convened, where you have rhinos like Cheney and the rest of them that are just, they're, they're pulling up bullshit. You got nothing but nothing burgers. Yeah, they just make things up. This is this is a, this is political theatrics, Here's and the saying. left should be smart enough to actually see this by now, because the right certainly does. 
This is, these are dangerous times. Weaponizing, like sitting members of Congress doing these investigations. Who the fuck died and made you God? Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. That's not your job. These people think they're kings and queens. We should make violence in America great again. This shit's gotten out of hand. It's gotten insane, folks. Way insane. These people are bent on power. They are bent on dictating every modicum of your life, saying this is how you should do it. Who the fuck do you think you are? Liz Cheney and Kitzinger, the rest of these pieces of shit. I know, man. Kitzinger. Piece of shit. That guy is a total cocksucker. He's on, what is it, Colbert Show? Yeah, we talked about it on the one pod. Guys, I just a douche. Just a douche. Yeah, man. I can't believe, uh, <clears throat> what's his face? Uh, Crenshaw was like sticking up for him. Okay. We, hold on. We got to go back on that. Crenshaw wasn't, well, he kind of did sound like he was sticking up for Kit. He had a point, though. Kitzinger, again, when Trump was in office, Kitzinger is a populist. This guy's a populist. Mm-hmm. He will go where the wind blows. Crenshaw was pointing out that Kitzinger, according to how the right believed, voted 99.9% in favor of every Trump policy that came down. It was on his voting record. Meanwhile, you had members of the Freedom Caucus that were not so aligned. That's the point he was trying to make. Now, should he have done it with Kissinger as the example? Ugh, probably not. I probably would not have used Kissinger as my freaking... No, I wouldn't at all. Yeah, I would have used somebody else. Like, look, this guy voted 99%, but yeah, but I get what you're saying. But I think, yeah... Crenshaw really did shoot himself in the foot on that one. It was like, bad move, bad comparison. You shouldn't use Kitzinger. I get the point that he was trying to make, though. He was saying these people that are telling you one thing are actually voting a completely different way. He was right. He was right. There were members of the Freedom Caucus, and I got into it with Austin Peterson over this one. Bongino and the rest of them used the Liberty Report to mm-hmm. rape people. The Liberty Report is biased as fuck. You're using a biased reporting system. I think that was ran by Blaze Media. As you're, as they, they, they get a Liberty score of this, well, who dictates what the Liberty score is? And then you go read it. It's like, this is like kids play. Now, if you go read the five, five, it was like five, five, eight, five, five, eight, that or something like that. It will literally give you a list of every sitting congressman where they voted. And you will see for yourself. There is no, there is no rhetoric in there. It says the bill, what the bill was about and how they voted. And you can see. And Kitzinger got a Liberty score that was really low. But if you look at his voting record, it was the exact opposite. Now, I know that hate people don't like hearing that, but it's the truth. It is the truth. Now, it's not me saying Kitzinger's a good dude. It's simply saying he voted in favor of Trump policies 99% of the time until the very end. And then Kitzinger switched sides. He's a piece of shit. But at the same token, I'm not going to sit there and say somebody's a good person just because they voted 99% in alignment with Trump's policies. Because sometimes Trump was wrong. I'll respect somebody like Rand Paul that I guarantee if Trump was still president and Trump came out and said something that was anti-constitutional, Rand's like, nope, not supporting that. He would have enough guts to do that. But yeah, that whole thing, like when I when I watched that, I'm like, oh, okay, I get what he's saying, but to unpack this, it's going to take hours for people to understand. Because instantly just say, ah, Crenshaw likes Kitzinger. Like, it's, it's not what he was saying, but I, I get how you could see that. But at the same token, he's just using that as an example of these grifters in the GOP that lie and say they're so in favor of Trump, and yet they vote differently. So it's like you're not watching the voting record. You're just listening to what they say. And it's like, okay, I get his point there, but I probably would not use I would not use Kitzinger as the example, or even Liz Cheney for that matter. It's like, oh, 
Just they're pieces of shit. They're pieces of shit. Liz Cheney and the kid. Yeah. Well, hey, this, this this woman, Snow White on crack, is back in the news. <sighs> Nina Jenkowitz. You remember her? She was a TikTok Mary Poppins on meth that they wanted to make in charge of the disinformation board that fell flat on its ass within three weeks. <laughs> this woman is crazy. Totally insane. That means I want to date her. <laughs> Sounds like your type. Yeah, right. She's got the crazy eyes. Uh, Nina Jankowitz, GOP did disservice to the country by criticizing disinformation board. Okay, let me let me pause you right there. Snow insane, whatever your name is, Snow White. Cra- I, I'm just trying to think of a joke. I got nothing. Um, sweetie, it wasn't just the GOP. It wasn't just the GOP. Even the DNC said you were crazy. Even the DNC were coming out saying, hmm. You're a little off off base on this one, Biden. That's why they shut you down so quick. This was not just the GOP. You don't get to sit there and put one side on this, sweetie. You did this to yourself and your stupid little TikTok videos. Super Shut the fuck up. Former disinformation governance board. I like how they said former. I know. <laughs> former disinformation governance board leader Nina Jenkowitz. Um is worried Americans face a bleak future after the Department of Homeland Security reportedly paused their effort. The problem is there are very real national security issues here, and not being able to talk about them in a mature way is a real disservice to the country, she added and told the New York Times in an interview published Wednesday in a mature manner. You made TikTok singing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious about dumb shit. Really? And your disinformation board, you said the disinformation board could have prevented a certain school shooting, if I recall correctly. You fucking kidding me? It's you people that are the clear and present threats to America. You want to sit there and say, you, you, this is what, this is what government on both sides does. This is not left versus right. This is what government does. They fabricate a problem and then propel themselves up as the solution and get you, the public, to strip away your rights for the sake of security and safety that the government will be there to prevent those bad things from happening to you. Case in point, the Patriot Act. It's still here. We still got it. The government has the ability to spy on you for the sake of preventing terrorism? Because look, I was 17 when that kicked in. I didn't understand it. All I could think about was, hey, if you've got nothing to hide, what do you worry about? That's not the point. The point is that's your freedom. It's being infringed upon by the government. That means the government grows too strong. And that's how a government gets fat off the blood of citizens like mosquitoes. Look how they used it. Look how they used it. Look how they're still using it. Look how, yeah, if you think, using it. If you think Trudeau in Canada, who froze the bank accounts of those protesters, you think they wouldn't do that here in America? You're 100% mistaken. You think by virtue of him being a com- uh, comedian, well, same thing, Canadian, a prime minister, you think they wouldn't do that in America? You're out of your fucking mind. Look what they did during the lockdowns. You had Ian Smith facing hundreds of thousands of dollars of prosecution fees from the state or penalties and violations simply because he wanted to stay open. And he violated a tyrannical fucking governor. You kidding me? You think they wouldn't do that? Fuck no. Burke, you supported the Patriot Act by killing goat herders. Oh, Jager, I was also 17. And where do I stand now? But hey, I bet at 17 years old, you knew everything too. Too bad it wasn't you. Oops. I'm such a dick. Supported the Patriot Act. Actually, I didn't. 
I didn't vote for it. <laughs> okay. Whatever you think. You just don't like the fact that I was military. All I'm going to say is keep your girl and your wife away from me. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> You're really not going to like me after this. You're really not going to like me. I don't give a fuck, dude. So three Fs of life. Unless you feed fuck or finance me, I don't give a shit what you think about me. You, you did that. You think a lot of us don't regret what we did over there? Because guess what? We got lied to. Just like you and just like everybody else. So don't sit there and stand and virtue signal and clutch your pearls about how smart you are. You got lied to just like the fucking rest of us. At least now I will sit back and say, you know, I was wrong for this. I was wrong for doing this shit right over here. I was wrong. I regret a lot of it. I don't regret my service. But I do regret doing and saying a lot of things that I once did. I used to be in favor of banning buff socks. I regret that. I was wrong. I didn't understand the Second Amendment. I changed my mind. But hey, yeah, let's keep going the way you want to go with that. Yeah, well, actually, you, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was as old as I am now, and I saw what happened with our government and 9-11 and what they wanted to do as far as the weapons of mass destruction, what have I enlisted? Fuck no, I wouldn't have. Where's the proof, Bush? Where's the proof? Your intelligence says, release the intelligence. Prove it. Prove that. And Bush committed an illegal war. Congress never declared war. We call it the global war on terrorism. Well, fuck me if I'm wrong, but I could have swore that Congress is supposed to declare war before we actually do something, and they didn't. Oh, I'm going to offend a lot of people. What do we fight for over there, folks? What do we fight for? We made politicians rich. Men died. Good men died. And women. For what? Fuck that country. Fuck the Middle East. Think of a shit about them. There were better ways we could have handled that. Bomb them into the Stone Age. Don't send men. We don't need it. Fuck out of here with that. Yeah. There are many veterans my age. Greg Anderson's one of them. I follow Greg. He was an ex-cop. He was Army Ranger. He deployed several times. He made a post the other day, and I actually really agree with it. He said, there are times I will sit there, and I will regret some of the things I did and I signed up for. It's like, at the time, we didn't know any better. We were brainwashed. Mm -hmm. We had Toby Keith blaring in one ear and fucking Bush in the other one. We're going to go over there and give him some freedom. I'll put a boot in your... And we're just sitting there. It's like, yeah, fuck America, land of the free. And then you go over there, and it's like, you know, when you start... You know what woke me up to it is when I start losing brothers. Men coming back in fucking coffins draped in the flag. And you're like, wait, what is this for? What, what are we doing? Why are we over here? They don't want us here. They don't, ladies and gentlemen, they don't want freedom. They don't want democracy. I spent 17 months in the invasion of Iraq and then another 15 months in the surge from Mamadia Yusufia Al-Tarak, Fob St. Michael's, some really bad fucking shit. They didn't want us over there. You know who controlled them the greatest? Saddam. Saddam had his finger on those motherfuckers because he knew. Now, do I agree with how he did it? No, of course not. That's tyranny. I get that. But it's not, it's not our responsibility to go over there and free those people. It's their responsibility. We had our civil war. And then come to find out, well, you know, hey, they dropped the world trade. Did they? Are we sure? Because it's weird to me that Osama bin Laden had ties with the Bushes. That's been proven. Now, I'm not sitting there saying 9-11 was an inside job. That's not what I'm saying. I'm still unconvinced on that one. Possibly. I don't know. But what I will say is when there is so much 
skepticism when there's so many questions unanswered. I'm not putting my life on the line for it. Fuck no. Absolutely not. The same applies to the Ukrainian war with Russia. All these veterans virtue signaling on social media want to go over there and fight. Then go fight. Fight for these these corrupted governments that facilitate this bullshit. And meanwhile, it's you, the citizens, that are fighting, bleeding, and dying for them to get richer. You kidding me? The EU facilitated this. The Obama administration had a hand in this. And you're sitting there with blinders because you want to beat your chest and talk about how much of a warrior you are. A good, strong warrior will identify when he shouldn't be fighting. How little you value your lives. And you want to go die for these rich motherfuckers? Fuck them. Now, I'm not a socialist, and I'm certainly not a communist. I'm a capitalist. But I'm telling you this right now. Fuck those motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. The Middle East, the war on terror should have never happened. It shouldn't have. Now, I am not condemning those that served. I feel like the majority, I think like, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious, my hand to God. I think the overwhelming majority of us did it for the right reasons. We wanted to serve our country. We wanted to free people. We wanted to go over there and help the oppressed. But then when you start waking up and you start seeing what's going on, you start seeing the billions that are being pumped into KBR, Halbert, all these places, and you start asking yourself, wait a minute, what, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Can we really affect this? And you look at them now. Where's Afghanistan at now, ladies and gentlemen? 20-year, 20-year war. Over 3,000 dead in Afghanistan. Where are we at now? Oh, that's right. Taliban's back in control. Hmm. Plus, they've, they've got a well oh, stockpile. They, they, they have an arsenal. They've got a military now. They have a legit military. That's like those people like Lindsey Graham, that little cocksucker. Yeah. We should go back over there. We should go back. Uh, Lindsay, you put your fucking money where your mouth is, you little yeah. fat fuck. Go over there. You're not fighting the Taliban of 2019. You're fighting the Taliban of 2022. They're armed. They have missiles. They have everything now. That's not going to be the same kind of fucking war, bro. It will not be the same war. But it's men like you. It's little fucking bureaucrats like you that will send young men to die for your screwed up dreams. These politicians are fucking leeches, and they send young men to die for old men's lies. That's what it comes down to. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not against standing up for American interests when they need to be stood up for and defended. I agree with that. We should never have been in Vietnam. That was a communist red heron. we got to prevent the spread of communism. We didn't stop it, so what happened? North Vietnam takes over South. What happened? Are we communistic now? No. This is back when McCarthyism was such a big fucking deal. Now, I'm not a communist. I don't support communism. But I'm not going to go over there and fight a war that we have nothing to fucking do with. So I will never condemn our servicemen and women. That No, we were lied to. So many of us believed in it. We believed in freedom. We believed in democracy. But again, it's when those men and women start coming back in body bags and you start asking yourself, what the fuck was this all for? Maybe I'm wrong on this. But I've realized the older I get, the more that I look back and I look at what did we really accomplish over there? What did we do? What were we there for? You know, there were certain parts of Afghanistan that we would do foot patrols to. They thought we were Russian. They thought we were Russians. They had no idea who the fuck we were. Hmm. The government had no control over there. Alexander the Great couldn't even freaking keep them conquered. You think America is? Fuck no. Nothing like a war to pull us out of a recession or to make rich men richer. It's the that's, truth. That's it. And even to this day, even to this day, 
Still no proof of weapons of mass destruction. Wasn't that, was that not the very crux of the argument? He made a joke about it. He would joke about it. He did. Is that, was that not the very basis of why we're pushing into Iraq? Yep. A lot of men and women died. And then you've got Bush Jr. up there joking about it. And the audience just sitting there laughing. Oh, oh, oh God, it's so funny. It's so funny. That's over 7,000 servicemen and women that died. That's over 7,000 families that were impacted and affected. Their lives came to an abrupt halt and were altered forever. And you just sit there and you laugh it off like it's no big fucking deal. You got men and women coming back with such psychological disorders and effects of what you fucking put them through. You deployed them non-fucking-stop, back-to-back-to-back deployments. They didn't get a break. I think the average NCO and the Army, my God, you saw at least two to three tours, and your tours were a year long. That's a long fucking time. And then what happens? We come back, and we're fucked up. And what do you do? You throw pills down our throat. You send us through a fucked-up federal VA system. You take no responsibility. You make all these fucking promises to your men and women that you send to go fight and die, and you don't do dick all for them when they come back. You turn them into walking zombies. Now, of course, I don't mean that across the entire thing, but you know as well as I do the VA is fucked. And you got these socials out there pushing for fucking national health care medicine. Get the fuck out of here. That shit's ridiculous. It doesn't work. Go to the VA. Go step, a, go step foot into a downtown VA in, like, Chicago or Dallas. Go step foot in there and see just how good and how well it functions. Same people that sit there and advocate for like people like the FBI. J. Edgar Hoover weaponized the FBI to go after Martin Luther King right after he fucking created the damn thing. This is the government, folks. These are corrupt motherfuckers. So when you sit there and you advocate for big government, Jesus, you don't know what you're asking for. All right. I don't even know how I got on that topic, but whatever. That's why I love this podcast. We just go all over the goddamn place. <laughs> Let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else, you little shitheads, you fucking liberals. Nah. So if you don't know where I stand politically, that's where I'm at now. And I reserve the right to change my mind. Yeah. But I look back at Iraq and Afghanistan. Did I learn a lot? Absolutely, I did. Did I kill people? Absolutely, I did. But I will tell you this, my hand before God, I never killed anybody that didn't shoot at me first. Never happened. You shot first, I shot better. Also, we had our, we had a, Artillery, so I kind of cheated. So, <laughs> oh, you're shooting me now? Hey, this is a uh, Cold Steel 3-4. Matter of fact, I think I see his comment. I think Brian Foster's in YouTube. He was our FSO in Afghanistan. I think Foster's in the chat. I saw your comment. What's up, sir? How are you doing? He was our FSO. He was one. He was the one controlling the guns. <laughs> he knows. He fucking knows. Oh my god. Uh, former disinformation board. We're talking about Nina Janskowitz. The problem is that they're very... Okay, national security. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. National security issues my dick. Jankowitz criticized Republicans and conservatives activists by resigning three weeks after she announced her new position as the head of disinformation government board on social media. Don't you like how they try and frame this to paint the responsibility of who you should hate on the right? Jankowitz must not have been watching social media. She was being condemned by leftists just as equally. Because even the left, even the left was kind of like, oh, wait a minute. You want to, you want to do a what? A disinformation board. You, you mean like somebody that like controls the narrative of what's truth and what's not? You mean the kind of like how you did with the, the COVID warnings and all the posts on Facebook and Instagram that were based in lies? Those, you talking about that? Even the left was like, mm, this is a little too far. This is a little too authoritarian. This is a little Orwellian. Like maybe we should pump the brakes just a little bit. 
But note how she frames this. It's the right. It's it's the conservatives. No, it was everybody. Everybody thought you were batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought this was a bad fucking idea. <sighs> oh, my God, that was so funny. The creation of the board alarmed free speech advocates who criticized the government's attempt to control online speech. But Jankowitz warned the country was in a really bleak situation. Yes, let's go down that rabbit hole. Let's go down that rabbit hole. Why is the country in a very bleak situation? You can make a very easy, you, you can make a very simplistic statement like that, but let's, let's dissect it. Let's go down that rabbit hole of insanity. Why is the country in such a bleak situation? Because you had government in bed with MSM and big tech controlling the narrative for years. And it was proven wrong repeatedly. So what happens? You sit there and you tell people they're crazy for years and finally their shit starts coming true. You reap what you sow. Those people are fed up. They're tired of it. We sat here and we said, hey, I'm not saying the vaccine doesn't work, but I'm certainly saying I don't trust the government. And when the government comes to you with something for free, you should really start questioning why they're doing it. Ain't shit in this life free. Meanwhile, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, billions over billions over billions, and you Democratic Socialists, you ate this shit up hook, line, and fucking sinker. The very same corporations that you demonized because of government favoritism, which was actually corporatism, you fucking swallowed that load whole. You backed down from every single principle that you think that you had, and you said, oh, wait a minute. Oh, well, hey, corporatism, it's okay if, if our safety's in, and, 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 oh, jab me harder, daddy. <laughs> Die for your fucking principles, bitch. Die for your fucking principles. And the truth of the matter is, you could have foregone the vaccine and you wouldn't have died. You fucking cowards. You fucking cowards. Damn, I love me. (laughs) I fucking love me. This podcast should be so much bigger. And that's why we're never going to be on Fox. Yeah. Capitalism is pure cancer. As you sit on a platform that was created by capitalism, bitching about capitalism, shut the fuck up. You mean corporatism. There's a difference. Capitalism works. It's been proven time and time again. Jesus. Same people. Capitalism is cancer. Well, then go visit and go live in China. Go live in Russia. Please. I just don't get it. I mean, yeah. you're obviously not well-traveled because if you've been to a third world country or any of these other I'm telling you, yeah. you know, places, you'd understand yeah. why, you, why you have it so good here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why it's so bad in America right now because it's actually not. It's actually, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, the, the price of gas is just ridiculous. We've become so fattened off of freedom that we're bitching. We're bitching about shit that shouldn't be bitched about. Yeah, the good thing about this country, too, is that we could sit here and have this conversation and talk freely. For now. And, you know, there's yeah. enough people to, to say this enough is enough. Yeah. Like, I, I still believe that we could turn this, this thing around. 100%. You know, once... Voting the majority the right, yeah. starts to get involved. You know, it starts off with what did uh, um, Austin Peterson say about the Revolutionary War? Mm. A third were for, a third for against yeah. it, and a third didn't care. <clears throat> yep. So, I mean, I think once you get enough people involved, yep, and seeing how it hits their pa- their pocketbook, then that's isn't you it? Have it's a couple hundred point, million yeah. people <clears throat> yep. all of a sudden wake up. And then show up to a poll, and then next, then stuffing the ballot boxes mm-hmm. isn't going to make a difference because you have such a, a massive mm-hmm. influx of people voting. Oh, I agree. So, hundred percent. It's a good point that you just brought up. He talked about how one third, one third, one third. And isn't it interesting that what caused the revolution was what mm-hmm. taxation without representation? Yeah, money. People get money. S- sick of being pushed around. Religious persecution. 
It, you know? Money, yeah. It's interesting how things repeat itself and where we at now. Democrats are suddenly starting to care now because it affects what? Their wallets, money. People are tired of it. People are tired of it. Yep. It's only getting worse. It's only getting worse. Yeah, I mean, you get a, what, 10% raise, <laughs> then all of a sudden inflation goes up and mm-hmm. then gas prices are through the roof. Mm-hmm. All, all of a sudden you're down. It's not a raise at all. Mm-mm. It's a pay cut. And what I love, though, is kind of like the people out there saying, like, you know, why are these companies offering raises because of inflation? Uh, because they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. This, this, this is like, like, this is the problem in America. We've got so many voices on social media that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You want to talk about economics. You've never taken an economics course, or you at least don't study. You don't watch any videos. You don't read any articles. Like, I will read articles I disagree with. Not simply to disagree with them, just to see where they're coming from. It's like, okay, do they have any points with this? Let's go look at this. Let's go. That's how you do a lot of learning. But fuck me running. You read some of these comments like, well, these corporations should be giving raises and in the face of inflation. Uh, they can't. They're losing money right now because we're in a recession. <laughs> Consumerism is down in certain aspects. They can't afford it. Well, why can't they afford it? Because they're paying $400 a month in fucking gas. It's basic freaking economics. And it's not just gas. And this is the thing. It's, if one thing becomes so unaffordable... As a necessity, gas is a necessity. Everyone uses gas. Everyone, for the most part, by and large. Mm-hmm. So if that price goes up, and you've got your little budget, your little pie chart here, and that one little sliver that was like maybe $100 a month, maybe we'll say $150, $200 being, being liberal with that, now goes to four and $500, well, you have to have this necessity, so you got to start cutting out other shit that doesn't matter. So it comes down to individual interpretation of what matters in your life. What do you have to have? Gas is one of them. So let's just say the average person brings in $5,000 a month. You've got rent, we'll say it's $1,500 a month. There goes that. You've got gas that's now four or $500 a month. There goes that. So you're down about $2,000. Then you got groceries. Well, guess what? Groceries are going up. That's just per week. You spend like what? Three? What do you, what do you spend a week on, on groceries? Uh, you got you got kids. Yeah, you married like, with a wife. Probably like kids. 150 bucks. You, really? Yeah. That's it? Oh, okay. Well, even still, 150 bucks a week times four. You're like what? Because we'll go, you know, we'll go to Costco one, two, three, and buy four. like the yeah. big stuff yeah. that you use for. So it'll last. So let's for let's say 150 dollars a so. week. So that that comes out to like four months. 150 times four is what 600. I hope I'm not a mathologist. Something like that, yeah. So let's just say 600. So now you've taken away virtually over 60 percent of your income to pay overhead costs. Now let's talk about insurance. That's like what 250. This shit adds up. Mm-hmm. This shit adds up. So where one small thing that was not as significant in your monthly budget now becomes, other things start suffering. So if people say, hey, I'm paying so much. Well, I can't really afford Shell Shock CBD this month, so I got to cancel my subscription or I can't afford to buy it. What does that mean for me? I just lost a customer because of inflation. What does that mean I have to do? Either I start lowering costs, hopefully bringing them back, and my margins and profits decrease, or I got to start laying people off. You think about this: If you're spending a hundred bucks a week on gas, mm-hmm. that's like fifty-two hundred dollars a year. It's a lot of money. As I mean, if you're we were paying <laughs> under two bucks, mm-hmm. so you go from uh, like fifty dollars. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's so a lot of money, man. If we're losing customers because of inflation, I don't blame the customers. Like, look, people have written us saying, "Hey, I love your company. I can't do anything right now because I'm broke." Yeah, and I, I'm not mad. I get that, man. I get that. Take care of your family first. Mm-hmm. I get it, man. But how am I as a CEO? How are we as CEOs going to raise 
our, our prices here for our, for our employees. We're losing money. This isn't a charity. So businesses are plugged into the economic matrix. And when that well starts running dry, we're all fucked. And the same thing applies in the oil and gas industry. When you've got investors that don't know how this administration is going to be, and they're canceling leases left and right, they're not investing. They don't trust Biden. They're not going to put their, their bank Mm-mm. where Biden's mouth is. Biden's a fucking liar. That's why we excelled under Trump. Mm-hmm. But people just don't get this. They don't grasp the basics of this. Moving on from Jankowitz. Rudderless, aimless, and hopeless. Radical left grows impatient with Joe Biden. Now, I want to tie this in with this other article about Bette Midler. Because <laughs> here's the reason, and I've, I've said this before on the show. The radical left, the radical SJW Karens out there are running the DNC into the ground. And I love it. Feed them more. Feed, put the trans community at the front of your movement because they are destroying you. And it's beautiful to watch. Beautiful to watch. I'm going to delete this fucking Twitch thread. <laughs> They're going to ban me for this. <laughs> I love this. Feed this. Create, build this. It's like, it's like this, this furnace where you're feeding it just bullshit. Yes, give them more. Give them more. Absolutely. Because you are driving your party into the ground with your progressive SJWs. You virtue signal so much. So much. And it's destroying you. Rudderless, aimless, and hopeless. Radical left grows impatient with Joe Biden. The radical left this week has grown impatient with Joe Biden, criticizing him for his moderate and timid leadership. You get what you vote for, dipshits. Mm -hmm. Radical Democrats, and notice how they said radical. They're not talking about moderates. Don't forget, under the Obama administration, Biden-Obama today would have been classified moderates. Slightly progressive. Slightly. Biden is not progressive Democrats' friends. He's not extreme enough. Where's Case in point, where's your student loan forgiveness? Where's that at? Didn't Biden make that promise? I remember he did on the campaign. He yep. said he said up to $15,000 student loan forgiven. Here's the thing that Americans don't seem to understand. Democrats, you young kids in college, here's the reason that you got lied to. Because you're stupid. President Biden cannot force a business to forgive a loan. Unless he is going to repay that with federal money, which is taxpayer money. He would get sued so fucking quick. Biden made you a promise that he knew he couldn't keep and you fell for it hook, line and sinker because you don't know what you're talking about. You don't understand basic economics. That would be like Biden coming to shell shock and saying, hey, for the next month, you're going to sell your products for free. Um, no, I'm not. Like, no, I'm not. You don't have that power. What would that do for me if, if we were a company? I mean, we are a company. Give us that. <laughs> we live in a society. We are a company selling CBD. If oil. we were just this metaphorical company, this figurative company that's selling CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, shellshockcbd.com, shout out. And we're selling this stuff, okay? And it works great, by the way. And Biden comes along and says, hey, you're going to forgive up to, oh my God, $100,000 of customers that are just going to get it for free. What would that do to us? Uh, run us out of business. We're done. We're broke. We're bankrupt. Yeah. We're finished. Now, of course, if we're a college and we're making millions and millions hands over fist, that's not going to leave as much of an impact, but it's still an impact. And it's the principle of the matter. Mm-hmm. The executive branch cannot come in there and tell a free market enterprise business, say, you have to do this. Go fuck yourself. No, I don't. I would, if Biden came in and did that, I would shut these doors so fast. Like, fuck no. I just to spite you, I would close up shop and say, we're not doing what you say. And here's the other thing. Colleges are a business. 
Hospitals are a business. This country is a business. This is not charity. That's not the way it works. It's not UNICEF. It's not. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. It's not Enron. That didn't end out so well. <laughs> it's not what we do here. You know why these moderate Democrats love feeding the SJW fringe progressives bullshit lies? Because they know you're going to buy it and you've got the loudest voices. Why? Because you bitch the most on social media. You get people, I, I will give the SJWs this, you get people out of their seats. Holy fuck, the BLM, man, you get people out there burning down cities. Like, you're motivated. Republicans are like, oh, I would, but I got a job. Sorry, I can't, can't make that. They know how to manipulate you. Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, all these old washed up hacks, they know how to get your goat going. They do. And man, they poke and they prod and they push and they sit there and they gas. They get you so gaslighted up that you're ready to just go out there and attack Republicans and then come to find out they fucking lied to you. And what do you do about it? You vote the same shit back into office. This next screaming progressive voice that comes out there promising all this shit because it sounds good to say, hey, I'm going to cure cancer. Um... What, what, uh, how? None of you ask the questions of how. You ever notice that in these debates? You ever notice these debates, folks? Do you ever hear the politician actually have a plan laid out specifically? No, it's always on my website. Go look at my website. No, Mr. President, or no, whoever you are. I want to see, give me, give me the cliff notes of how you intend to, to fix this. That never happens. It's always just bullshit. It's cosmetic bullshit. And the people just love it. Why? Oh, because that person is a Democrat. Or because that person is a Republican. And in the meantime, you have people like us sitting there saying, this is the best that America has to offer. We have people out there making medical breakthroughs and discoveries. CEOs of billion-dollar businesses. And this is the shit that we put into power? Because it's a fucking money-driven popularity contest. And I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. It's all based around money. Only the rich get to run to that level. And rich, I'm talking about you go out there and you're raising enough money. That's insane to me. Mm -hmm. That's just insane. Camille Rivera, a Democrat strategist, told Politico, Biden is missing an opportunity to change America. He's missing the boat here. This is our time to dig in and be absolutely furious because these one-half measures are not working. He's got a real excitability problem, Rivera said. Though it is unclear what Democrats believe Biden can do without action from the Democrat-controlled Congress, another Democrat consultant, Adam Jetlinson, told the Washington Post that Biden is not filling the leadership vacuum. There is a leadership vacuum right now, and he's not filling it. Interesting how you said there's a leadership vacuum, meaning that Trump was an actual good leader. Yeah. There was a leader. And as much as you Democrats hate Trump, you're saying that Biden couldn't even stand in his shoes? Interesting. Hmm. Weird. 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 I sympathize with the argument that there's very little they can do legislatively. But in moments of crisis, the president is called upon to be a leader. And when people are feeling scared and angry and outraged, they look to him for that and they're not getting much. No, they're not. Instead, all they're getting for the 4th of July is like, you know, there's some words that represent America. Did you, did you hear that? Did you hear? Oh, it's uh -huh. bad. He gets up there for the 4th of July to, to, to brief America. 
and he's just sitting there and you've got his wife behind him probably with like the pole string in the back like there's a snake in my boot reach for the sky <laughs> says the same shit i'm gonna sniff that kid same shit but he can't even get it out of his mouth now this guy is like ladies and gentlemen we are being run by a shadow government this president is a puppet he is not there mentally you see him in conversations with these world leaders, and you can just tell the on light, the bulb is burnt out. It's gone. It's off. This guy cannot lead. This is a national security issue. Why are we not talking about invoking the 25th more? My God, if this was Trump, Pelosi would have already had impeachment tattooed on her fucking forehead. You kidding me with this? But this only goes to show you, ladies and gentlemen, of what political bias gets you in this country. Having your identity wrapped around a certain specific political party, this is what it gets you. If Trump was doing what Biden is doing now, you better believe I'd be calling him out just as passionately, saying you are fucking this country up. A third Democratic strategist vented to the Hill that Biden's inaction is frustrating. What do you want the guy to do? What, what, what do you want? To, what, what inaction? Like, what did you want Biden to do realistically? Or is it maybe because now you're learning that Biden doesn't have all the power you think he does? Mm -hmm. Congress has a lot of power. And when Congress is not on your side, even when it is almost majority left-leaning, you got problems. Now, one thing that does scare me, though, one thing I haven't talked about before. The only thing holding the DNC back from going full-on progressive meltdown is the fact that you've got a lot of boomer DNC moderates still in Congress. Folks, we are headed in a very bad direction. And the reason I'm saying this is you look at the likes of AOC, Ilhan, all these people multiplying in Congress on the left. Then you're going to start seeing some real shit coming down the pipes. Real shit. It's going to get bad. It ain't yet. It's getting there. You get more of these progressives, these SJW whack jobs, it's going to get worse. And if they get the majority, and they will, brace yourself. Then you're going to see on full-on authoritarianism, authoritarianism, fascism. You're going to see it. That's why the culture war has to be fought. You've got to fight the insanity. You do. Otherwise... When insanity is left unchecked and it is normalized and is pushed mainstream and accepted and hailed and praised, you got problems. Our society is succumbing to insanity under the guise of it seeming normal. There is nothing normal about somebody sitting there saying, I'm multiple genders. No, you're insane. You're attention-seeking and you're fucking insane. This shit's ridiculous. We're pandering to the mentally weak. That's not how societies live and that's not how they survive. The strong survive. The weak shouldn't. If you're willingly weak, you get what you get. Look, you might not like these words, folks, but this is how the world has worked since the dawn of mankind, and it ain't changing anytime soon. How do I know that? Look at Russia. Look at the Middle East. Look at America. Fair and balanced, my dick, there's no such thing. Yeah. There's always going to be greed. There's always going to be corruption. There's always going to be racism, bigotry, massage. It will always exist. It's never going away. You can't breed it out. Ignorance always exists. So what does that mean you do? The very premise is this. You can't stop people from bullying, so you make yourself bully-proof. You can't stop people 
from raping and pillaging and murdering. So what do you do? You start carrying a gun and you kill those that do. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of remember the saying of like an armed society is a polite society. Mm-hmm. How many how many of those world star video TikToks should have you seen where that dude is getting out of his car, pissed the fuck off, walking up to the other car, and that dude's got a gun waiting on him. He's like, what are you going to do? And then he just starts backing away. Yeah. That's what I thought, motherfucker. You better calm the fuck down. You're going to catch a bullet. Weird how that works, right? Now, let's go back to the main point. I feel like I'm a preacher today. I know I know we're running on. Let me hold you. I'm, all, I'm, I'm in closing. I'm in closing right now. I'm going to close. I'm going to go. Don't pass the tithing plate around. Real quick. <laughs> Twitch is my tithing plate, folks. If you want to support us, go go subscribe on Twitch. It's four ninety nine a month. That's your tithing for the church at Burke. You're welcome. Not even ten percent of what you own, because I think that's what tithing is supposed to be like ten percent of your income. Yeah. The government taxes you on the rest of it. If you're gonna come to the church at Burke, can I get an amen? <laughs> I'm feeling some SJWs in the house. We gotta cast out some retarded demons. <laughs> Twitch.com slash the John Burke. You can come subscribe for like five bucks a month. Supports us. You don't have to. You get the content for free either way. We are the fastest growing podcast in the now. We're not. <laughs> We're not. Yep. Okay. Now, the reason I want to tell you guys about this article is I want to tie this into Bette Midler. Now, pay attention here. Insane Democrats, the SJWs, are going so far off the reservation that the very monster that they have created is eating their own now. And the reason I say that is Bette Midler is slammed for transphobic accusations. And she says, I'm trying to save democracy for all people. Um, no, you're not. You're disagreeing with the democratic process is what you're doing. You're extremists and you don't even know it. You sit there and you see RV Wade being overturned and passed back down to the states, which is a good thing, regardless of whatever it is. It's federal government relinquishing power back to the states. Clarence Thomas and the rest of them were right for this. The point of what they're doing it for is irrelevant. This is the matter of the fact that federal should not be getting itself involved in states' rights. Now, if a state comes out and says, we're going to keep abortion, that's the way it goes. That's the way democracy works. Is it wrong in my eyes? 100%. But what does that mean for me? I'm not going to move there. I'm not going to live there. I'm not going to support that state's economy with my dollar. But if you don't get your way, then suddenly everything is extremism. Every celebrity that comes out and they sit there and they demonize the SCOTUS, oh, they're extremists. It was a democratic process. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what democracy is. But Democrats, by and large, like Bette Midler and the rest of her ilk, if it doesn't go your way, then suddenly you start calling them extremists. Parents at these school boards, it's like, I don't want you teaching that CRT bullshit that is actually racism towards white people wrapped up in this fucking equality bullshit gift, gift wrapping paper. It's bullshit. And you label them extremists? No, that's community involvement saying we don't want your bullshit woke crap in our community. Get it the fuck out. If you don't like it, move. If that offends you, I don't care. Teaching my kids CRT bullshit about the fucking wrongdoings of white men. Okay, let's look at the wrongdoings of black men. How far back you want to go on that one? How many people are responsible for being murdered by the Muslim empire? Oh, what about in Africa? Uh, we, we don't want to have those conversations because right now it's so easy to demonize heterosexual Christian white males. That's easy. This white boy ain't backing down. You want to look at stats in America? Let's look at the culture in black violence. Let's look at that culture. Oh, we don't want to have that conversation. No, we, we, we can't talk about that. Bullshit. Actress Bette Midler, star of Disney's upcoming movie Hocus Pocus 2, responded to attacks from the woke mob, insisting that she had no intention of anything exclusionary. Now, for those who don't remember, we covered this like an episode or two ago. Bette Midler came out there and said, this trans movement is stripping away, and I'm paraphrasing here, is stripping away women. And she's right. Lord help me. 
if I ever agree with Bette Midler on anything, it's this at least. She was right on that. The transgender movement is trying to eliminate women from society. No, women exist. Their chromosomes and everything else says otherwise. And now you have men who want to be women, and now you think you're actual women. No, you're not. You're a man pretending to be a woman. Can a dog become a cat? No, it cannot. Can a lion become a sheep? No, it cannot. Then why is it that the male species can become the female species in the human race? In the human species, excuse me. Explain that to me. Oh, you can't. Because we just want to go by feelers and what we think feels good to us. I shit you not, I posted that one TikTok. The woman thinks that she identifies as a blue jay. Oh, God. Talk about bird watching. Oh, no, no. She's all there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that, perfectly totally sane. sane. Totally sane. sane. Yeah. You know what? Run for government. Run for government. You got to respect her journey. So the overall point that I'm trying to make is you had Bette Midler, who has helped spawn, nurture, and feed the SJW progressive left, is now being eaten by it. And I love to see it. I love to see them just chew her apart. Yes. Yes. Fucking destroy her. Boycott Hocus Pocus 2. Make them go fucking bankrupt. Yes. Gets my dick so fucking hard watching this because you can just sit there. It's like being at a fucking coliseum and you're just watching the idiots just fight themselves. Like, <laughs> yes, let the peasants just murder themselves out. <laughs> More caviar, Brutus, I think so. Uh, that's what happens. They turn on each other. A hundred percent. Because they need that power. They start oh, to feed yeah. off of it where they tell each other what to do, who makes the rules. Bingo. Bingo. You don't get to tell me that I can't marry a car, you bigot. Uh, yes, we can, because you're fucking weird. Live your truth. Live your truth. This is my truth. No, there's only one truth. Yeah. That's all there is to it. There is no my truth. Fucking bullshit. Up next, math is racist. <laughs> yeah, I know. They already said that. Yeah. I know. Math I'm is racist. Oh, my God. What? It's crazy. I just... And here's what I love. I picture numbers... Spitting out racial slurs. <laughs> Wearing clan hoods and burning crosses yeah. and shit. Four times sick and stop breathing all the math air. Like, what? Numbers walking around in clan outfits. Uh, well, they base this down to the fact that there's like poor educated areas in certain cities. Then yes, then what is your fucking city councilman and your governor and the rest of them? Do? What are they doing to fix this? Nothing. Because the culture in those inner city is garbage. It's garbage. Uh, we going to have that conversation? Okay, we're not going to talk about that. Gotta love this. Last article of the podcast today. We're going long today. Whatever. Hollywood sours on Biden. Folks, you know you're in deep water. You're you're in hot water when you're, you're A, B, C, and D list leftist woke progressive celebrities are now turning their backs on you. Biden is in trouble and he knows it. The administration is in trouble and they know it. Despair, okay, Hollywood sours on Biden. Deborah Messing, other celebrity backers, despair over failed agenda. Question the point of voting. Oh, I encourage this. Don't vote. Yes, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Don't uh, vote. I'm all in favor for them moving to another hey, country. Absolutely. They've all talked about it so damn much. Look, I think there should be a rule put in place now that on social media, if any celebrity, this is because I usually hate celebrities by and large because they're too stupid and fucking out of touch with reality. But I feel like if you if you make a statement, like if so-and-so gets elected, I'm moving, then that should be put into a legal binding contract with the likes of, God, who was like Madonna and the rest of these people. It's like, okay, well, Trump won. So yeah, who's going to care? 30 days to get the fuck out. Who's going to care? Everybody? We're like, oh, no, don't. Are we, are well, we hanging out also, anyway? Yeah, that's also another just, that's another indicative or another <laughs> indicator of just how bad classism exists in their minds. They legitimately sit there and they say, if I don't get my way, I'm leaving this country. You know, the common American can't afford to do that. So it's kind of like saying, hey, you know, we're going through it. Like, ladies and gentlemen, where are we at? 
We're here with you in America right now, undergoing the bullshit that Biden is putting us through. Josh and I are not leaving America. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to travel. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing the Lord of the Rings thing. I'm doing it. I'm going to fucking New Zealand. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that two week fucking thing. I'm doing it. It's pretty bad. I, I, it is. I just, I, those movies are so great. They are. They really are. But there's a for those that don't know, there's a Lord of the Rings two. Uh, there's like a one week and a two week tour, and that you can go visit the Shire. You can go drink butter beer. You can go check. And I think you can even like rent a hotel there. And it's like one of those little Hobbit houses. That really? would be the shit. I think the whole thing like it's a couple thousand. Like it's it's expensive, but it's two weeks, and it's like. Yeah, I want to do that. Anywho, anywho, we're still here. Yeah. Can we afford to move? Yeah, we probably could. I could probably afford to move somewhere else. But case in point, talking about, like, if you don't get things your way, you're just going to leave this country? The fuck is wrong with you? That's like, I'm going to take my ball and go home if this election doesn't go the way I want it to go. Then fucking go and don't come back. And that's kind of the beauties, beauties of America. You have the freedom to do that. But I'm all for it to where if these celebrities want to make the statement, fucking hey, they should be sued if they don't. It's like, you made this claim. You made this claim. Robert De Niro, you said it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mm-hmm. Fucking Fake Tough Guy. Play a tough guy on TV. I'll, bro, I'll break your fucking nose, you little cocksucker. Little bit. Little bit. Little bit. Little bit. You think you're fucking tough. You think you're tough. I will teabag you in front of your wife, you and know, you ain't gonna do shit. I wouldn't mind Which, living in Costa Rica. I gotta be honest with you. Okay, well that's different. That's because of the that yeah, I get that. No income tax. This like is low true. Property tax. Yeah, but what are you getting paid though? I don't know. I mean, you could if you worked remote from home. Oh, and you oh could, yeah. Like, do no, because you still get taxes in American. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. I talked to a friend that's done that. He worked really? overseas and he's still American citizen. He had dual citizen. I forget what it was, but they still taxed him. That's some, yeah. Uh. Well, forget it then. (laughs) Going anywhere. President Joe Biden is reported losing the support of some of his most reliable cheerleaders. Hollywood celebrities who dutifully propagate White House talking points to their millions of social media followers. In a recent White House call with dozens of celebrity Democratic backers, the mood was angry and despairing over the Biden administration's inability to push its agenda forward, especially in light of the Supreme Court recent reversal of Roe v. Wade, according to CNN report. For those that don't realize, Roe v. Wade is not if the most or at least second biggest issue in America. Again, I never saw this getting overturned. I did not think it was going to do it. I didn't. And it did. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly shocked. I was like, Jesus. Really? Uh, yeah. I didn't think they were going to approach this. Here we are. Liberals are screaming mad right now. They're furious. You know, these people legitimately feel like, I was thought we were talking to Tyler earlier. You know, we were having this conversation. Like he sees women on these dating apps and now they're legitimately talking about like, I'm not going to date a man unless he has a vasectomy. You know, you could have put the societal pressure on people already, but now that you're economically financially responsible, Oh, now you suddenly start showing responsibility. Isn't that kind of funny how that works? When they start saying, hey, um, you have the responsibility where if you let a dude blow his baby goo in you and you get knocked up, you don't get to kill it. Yeah. So either you stop having sex or you start figuring out ways of preventing yourself from getting pregnant. There are ways. And here's the, here's the thing. The responsibility can be solely on the men. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because I'll wear a condom. I always wear condoms. You know why? Because I don't want to get her pregnant. Or I can go get snipped. Now, I'm not, I would never ask, you know, I, the more I started understanding and realizing what um, birth control does to a woman, it's like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. I would never ask whoever I'm with to go on birth control. I'll wear a condom. I'll go get snipped because that shit fucks with their bodies. It fucks with their hormones, the chemicals. 
it, it really messed with a lot of women. So it's like, okay, fair enough. It takes two to tango. No pun intended because I love tango. But now it's just kind of funny to me how financially you're now responsible. And what are you doing? Oh, you're making responsible decisions. Odd how that works. When you're forced into a corner of accepting responsibilities of your actions and the consequences thereof, suddenly you've got all... <laughs> I posted one of the... If you're not following dating libs on Instagram and Twitter, you should be. And Facebook. It's pretty funny. Dating libs. Yes, I run the page. You should go look at some of these women. I posted one today. What is, what is her name? Go look it up on Instagram right now. Shit's fucking hilarious. <laughs> this is not a dating profile. Her name is Dejanika. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Okay. She says, Roe v. Wade was overturned, so I'm taking a vow of celibacy. She's a big girl. Okay. She's a big girl. I'm wondering who was... <sighs> Just kind of wondering who was uh, fucking her. I'm just going to say it. You're a big girl. But isn't it funny how you start taking responsibility for your actions when now you're forced to face those consequences should you pick the wrong decision? It's almost like when the government stops acting as your fiscal safety net, you start making smart decisions. It's a step in the right fucking direction. That's the way this country should be. No more federal or state-level safety nets. No more. And then you watch what starts happening. People start making educated decisions. Weird. Weird. Because the more we become reliant upon the government to be daddy, mommy, and our babysitter, that's what they're going to be. And get this. When you allow that to happen, you better kiss your freedoms goodbye. Because the government's not going to sit here and say, hey, I'm going to act on your behalf as your protector, but you're going to handcuff me. Now we're going to start saying, well, you know what? You need to give up your guns because we'll protect you. Fuck no. You let us tap your phone line so we can listen in. Fuck no. That's what happens, folks. That's what happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. Hey, don't forget, do you like, if you've watched the most recent John Ross video on YouTube, you should go check it out. Just go Google or YouTube John Burke. Appreciate that. These paintings are for sale. AllAmericanSavageShow.com. If you want to purchase the paintings, they're there. Most recent painting is up there. Uh, again, it is AllAmericanSavageShow.com. It's a great merch for the podcast. You want to support us? Go over there. Great, great website. You can follow the social medias, all that stuff. So again, that is AllAmericanSavageShow.com, the official website of myself and the podcast. We want to say thank you to our Twitch supporters. You guys are fucking amazing. Thank you for subscribing to us over there. Really appreciate all the fiscal support. And again, uh, you can check us out, ShellShockCBD.com. We've got Delta 8, Delta 9, Rackout gummies, things that will help you sleep, reduce your stress, reducing your anxiety. We can do so much for you. Let us earn your business. Go over there. Use code Burke, 10% off most products. Give us a shot. What do you got to lose? Better quality of life. Invest now. Got anything to add, my man? Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. As always, folks, you stay savage, America.